0: Sam's living for you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold Brothers Podcast. Oh my. It's that time. Yes, sir. Fresh in, Fresh in the day
1: i was less i was listening back to the uh to the Rocktober Blood episode is is an awful movie one of the one of the worst movies we've talked about uh, but i was i was in tears and i don't know why i thought it was so funny because uh you know you you just get accustomed to hearing that noise on the radio so much but when we were talking about the uh, uh one of the scenes in the movie and you played the Oh, god. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> i was i was just in stitches
0: it's fucking it's 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 a classic sound clip for it a is reason. It, it, it is like it holds up uh yeah that my god dude that movie was gnarly um <laughs> you know i guess you know jumping jumping into it this this is the 50th episode yeah holy shit of the whack arnold's brothers we've we've plowed through 50 movies we've been keeping up and
1: well it, not not 50 movies but fair fair because yeah. there are the uh you They're, know the yeah, yeah i guess we haven't watched 50 probably movies. about like 42 movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that's fair uh but you know it's 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 become like you know a ritual every week you know to like to to find a pick to watch this pick and then to talk shit about this pick <laughs> <laughs> and and it's you know it's it's genuinely like i'm su- i'm surprised that we've reached 50 so fast you know and i mean right it, we've been recording for almost a ne- uh, year now
1: yeah for about cuz f- <laughs>
0: mm. <Gesundheit.
1: laughs> Excuse me. About four more days, it'll be a year. That was the yeah. Uh, the the uh the uh the dentist was the first episode. The dentist.
0: Oh man. And I remember uh, yeah. When like I, I remember the 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 day this idea popped into my head, and the day I needed, I knew I needed to like try and get you on board. And you know, I I just think it's like it's such a. I don't know. It's 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 such a like fun thing to do with your friends. Where you, like I think you're kind of building in something like this and totally. Uh, you know, I I'm just you know I'm a, like I'm grateful for every fucking episode, and so it's kind of fun to be able to look back on 50 episodes already. Like, right. You know, me and Lu- me and Lucas on Matinee Edition, we we hit triple digits recently, Damn. which is the yeah. The, the second old heart radio podcast to do that. The first uh, co- coffee and contemplation, I'm at 134. Holy shit. Um, okay. Which is, I got, I'm going to shout it out right now. I have a new coffee and contemplation posting this week. So, when was the
1: last time you did one?
0: It's been almost like, fuck, dude, four or five months, six months, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's tough, man. It's tough to squeeze that one in, but you know, uh, so, so getting to 50 so, so quick with this one is just, it, it, it blows my mind but it also like shows me that like you know there's there's momentum behind it which is super right. fun and super cool and so you know thinking about like some of the, some remember, of the, the pilot thing... e-
1: remember the pilot episode
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a locals locals uh, yokel oh my god I'm fucking up my own name it was a uh, local yokels episode that was like the pilot for, for the Wack Arnold's brothers yes that was, I mean, that was another, like the movie that we picked was like a, you know, the profits game right. was like, it's like, it's, it's a classic between you and I, you know what I mean? Exactly.
1: Like, what? So is this episode 50, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. And so it was like, it was like, it, it seemed like a perfect movie to start out with. I think one of the fun things about that episode is that we realized what that movie was like along the way. And we were just like, you know, right. though, like it though, it's like comedic as hell for us. We're just like, this movie is just like, it's so, it's a weird, it's a weird beast. And, it is. and that's, that's been the fun for almost every episode. You know, like we have some like really great reflective episodes, but the backbone of this podcast is, is the monster of the week kind of, kind of right. theme. Right. And like, Oh my god, just thinking of some like some like high and low points uh, so far like I I got to put like I got to put Sludgehammer like down of down course. here somewhere on the bottom <laughs> of the ladder, you know what and I mean? We like, and
1: we have referenced that one a lot, but yeah, it's it's, it's the like anger. the low man on the totem pole. <laughs> so, so is uh Bloodbeat yeah. um and and I mean in in October Bloods down there.
0: I was going to say October Blood the other the recent one we did was like it's got to be down there, and and like you know, though, but like though those are like you know, we reference those as sort of like you know, low end of the ladder or whatever. It's not that they're not fun to watch. That's kind of the thing. Right. Sledgehammer was like a little different. That's why it's the bottom is because that movie we discovered had like such bad pacing on top of bad quality on top of like a weird script that it was just like too much. Almost, yeah. You
1: know. The only the only redeeming quality of that movie was the uh, interesting. Um, concept of the killer,
0: yeah, like the weird, like m- mythos and mysticalness yeah. of the killer, like mysticism. It, well, because I remember, yeah, it was just like it just left you with this question of like, is, is it like this like entity that's appearing? Is it right?
1: Because like, it like you know, transforms into a kid. Like it's just super it's, weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we've well, also we've also done some like classics like the stuff. Yeah, um, dude. Halloween three. Uh, you know what I mean? Halloween three
0: uh has maybe been i have to maybe put that as one of as one of my tops right now because like favorite episodes because it it, to me helped me like rediscover and reappreciate something that i had like cast aside you know what i mean
2: okay
0: um and and that on top of the fact that like you know just being able to like really enjoy that movie again was just a high note Uh, uh you mentioned the stuff too though dude like that
1: I think that was episode three.
0: Yeah. You can't not watch that movie and enjoy it, you know? And so that was a fun one to fucking riff on. What, what's been like a, a, one of your favorites that we've done?
1: Um, For some reason, like, I wish, fuck, man. Like in the moment right now, I'm just having like uh hazy, like brain syndrome where I can't. Dude, this so I mean, so uh, what, what's now. the, what was, fuck me, man. I mean, um,
0: We've done like, we've also done like sequels. We've done like the, we've done, we, cause we started out with the dentist and we, we right. did, we the, did dentist the dentist too. too. Yeah. Like, which was, which was, uh, I think that was a, we had a Cliff Howard appearance in the, in the dentist too, remember? Yeah. So that was like, that made, yeah, we've done that a couple all the better.
1: Clint Howard. Like, Clint Howard. Cap- I said Cliff. Yeah. Cliff Howard. Yeah. Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> His cousin Cliff. <laughs> okay. Well, cause we did, we did, um, um silent night deadly night five which had a small uh clinton howard cameo in it as well we've also we obviously talked about the ice cream man which is a Clint howard vehicle oh yeah um,
0: dude. that was oh, that was another good one man oh
1: and then we also did another uh movie that was a clinton howard vehicle that was um really oh,
0: e- evil speak
1: Evil Speak, yeah, dude. Evil, Evil
0: speak. speak was a That's good one. That's an
1: awesome movie.
0: That is, I actually like. I saw, um, I think it was not the, like the current season. Maybe it was like one, like the season three or season two of Joe Bob, but okay. Joe Bob Briggs. Like, I really want to watch the episode that he did on the Evil Speak, just because I, I've been hankering to watch that movie again. So I was like, oh, it's might so well.
1: good. Yeah. yeah, that was like a nice hidden gem that I hadn't seen before. Yeah, um,
0: there's also been some weird ones like uh death by temptation oh yeah <laughs> that that one was sort of bizarre it's an interesting like, movie like it really is it has like some some depth to it that you don't expect i think right you know but right, you're also yeah. just like intrigued by the portrayal of the of like the i don't know like some of the characters are like, just ridiculous
1: uh oh i know I mean, but the, i just i like the the uh actor uh james bond um, yeah,
0: james bond the third oh yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's I, I just like like it was one of those movies where I didn't think I'd be uh sucked in by the performance because I remember there's that scene where he like starts crying and it almost made me uh cry, which is so wild to think about. But yeah, yeah. that was a good one. We did uh another like more uh outrageous one was Edge of the Axe.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Edge of the Axe, man. Oh my god. Yeah, that that one starts out with that, a classic, uh, guy on a motorcycle zipping around, and then just takes right. you on a ride from there.
1: <laughs> now we, you know, we did some classics like Pieces. You know mm. what I mean? Like that's an yeah. iconic uh, yeah. genre movie. We uh, we covered Chud. Chud, yeah, that's a that's a great movie.
0: Oh man, and we've got you know like, and the, that's the fun is the, there's just, you know, like even with that you know, kind of, monster, oh, oh, oh. What we got.
1: <laughs> Lord, No, Lord, you know, say what you're going to say. And then I'll,
0: I was just gonna say, even with the, you know, we got, we got the great kind of like monster movie of the week kind of thing going, but you know, uh, like we've also covered like other stuff too, but what, 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 yeah. what, what were we going to hop on? <laughs>
1: Shockma. <laughs> oh my god,
0: dude. How can one forget about Shockma? Oh, dude.
1: That fucking crazy baboon, do mauling dude. Mauling people. Him just like flying around like a fucking bat out of hell. Just like. Dude. So... Ah, 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 just like destroying <laughs>
0: Some of the best shots of that movie, yeah, dude, are just like shocked by just going fucking wild, running down the hall, just barreling into somebody. And then, like, (laughs) next thing you know, that person's fucking toast. (laughs) Yeah, dude.
1: I know we said it in the episode, but because you can't resist an awful pun like that, but yeah, he was just going ape in some of those scenes. (laughs) We also, another like uh, really kind of random one that we did was Mikey.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Mikey, the, it's you know, uh, uh, dude. The the troubled kid movies are yeah,
1: they're great.
0: They're they're so great, and the, for some reason, you know, they just they can get under your skin. Um, there's been like, I feel like, you know, along along the, the the way, we've we've I've had a couple of picks that haven't quite worked out. Okay. Uh, like I remember suggesting that Gary Busey. Hider in the house. I'm
1: so glad we didn't do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, you know, like you think you think like certain movies will be like will will be fun to like riff on and then they're right. just so so bad bland and bad that you're just like, ah oh, man, I can't like, even like make fun of this and so have fun.
1: Like <laughs> like uh like like Candyman three, you know what I mean? It's just a yeah. bad movie.
0: Yeah, just it yeah, just it just ain't one good. of my
1: <laughs> One of my favorites and it's because it's like an actually good horror movie that i enjoy watching uh is dolls
0: Ooh, yeah dude that one that one was uh that one was it was a fun one because like i you know like i feel like i missed a little bit like of the of the the killer doll craze like it kind of like it hit like you, you i know you are more of an aficionado about killer yeah. dolls than i am but <laughs> but like I, I feel like that's one of those movies. Like you, you can you can watch it and like it's it's f- like fun and funny and weird and like you know it, it it made me more interested in like other movies like um like puppet master movies again and totally like that you know like yeah and so I don't know I it's it's also fun to like not just make fun of these things but like they like watching all these movies they they kind of like as a horror fan they help you like sort of suss out like what you really dig about certain Mm. like aesthetic and certain horror and stuff so it's kind of i don't know it's 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 kind of fun shipping away but like we've also
1: we've what were you gonna say oh no go for it we've also done two uh two um drastically different uh toby hooper movies with uh life force and uh (laughs) eaten alive and they're just such different
0: they are so different life force about the space awesome. vampires fucking yeah. crazy movie um it's a really cool movie and then yeah eaten alive just another just a toby hooper backwoods totally like, fucking monster you know
1: alligator monster movie or crocodile right. excuse me <laughs> crocodile yeah yeah we, we, we could talk we could talk about lake placid another time Ooh, <laughs> yes i have actually been wanting to revisit that because i remember that was a movie when it came out i was probably you know i was probably like uh 11 10 11 12 and it was actually like an entertaining movie that i found myself watching same with like uh deep blue sea there's something about those like type of movies that are just for some reason they're just entertaining to watch they're not like necessarily good horror movies but they're entertaining enough to waste an hour and a half watching them you know what i mean
0: well the the moment in deep blue sea for instance like where you think they they you know it's uh fucking sam jackson right you know just standing there and then when he gets eaten by the shark that just comes busting into the fucking station mm. like you know you know this movie's going on a fucking ride
1: like, right because it's it's kind of like a, a um it happens later in the movie but it's kind of like a drew barrymore uh yeah. moment where you don't think that this person's gonna die and then they just get yeah
0: they just get axed but it's uh i, I would argue that you know, Deep Blue Sea. Without Deep Blue Sea, you probably wouldn't have that string of like Sharknado like Anacom- movies yeah. and stuff oh, like that okay. that came yeah. out. Like, the, I I never got into those per se, nope. but like, nope. they, you know, it was like all like those like Sci Fi Channel esque like quality like just i don't know like giant shark movies like for like almost like five years i felt like there was like sharknado uh, mega shark i saw mm-hmm. i saw a cover for something that was like mega shark versus mega octopus and i was like what right. the fuck are people doing <laughs> like yeah there,
1: there's a t- bunch of weird ones like croc croc like croc monster versus yeah uh, just cyber sharks or some shit. It's like, yeah,
0: exactly. The it's, it's they're like all for, just like
1: the lowest of the low when it comes to budget. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. Those are the kinds of like, it's, it's, it's very, I don't know. It's not even like that fun. making like making fun of those. Cause they're just no. like, they're just, they're meant to be so shitty, you know? Right. Um, uh, but we've also talked about, you know, along the way, we've co- we've had a couple of breaks from the norm where we've talked right. about, you know, some of our 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 actual like you know go to horror movies. We've talked about a couple of decades uh, in horror, right? And yeah. you know that that I'm kind hope. of so what? No, continue. I was just gonna say that that's kind of fun to do because it's like, you know, it's it, it, like as a as a lifelong fan of of horror movies, a kind of. I don't know. It, it's nice to be able to flush out some of those ideas of your own, you know, a little bit. It's also,
1: like, yeah, it's it's also nice to go through and like remember some of those movies that you haven't seen in a long time, or maybe pick out a couple that you've always wanted to see but never got around to. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's
1: just a nice reminder of like, like especially when we did the '80s one, it was like how much stuff, how many, how many things came out in the '80s is just fucking mind boggling you know what
0: yeah, i mean yeah that was like particularly that was that was one of the like the kind of great reminders and discoveries doing like doing that uh those episodes because it was like there you just you forget or you or or or, or you know take for granted sometimes like how much happened in particular like in mm-hmm. that decade you know 70s was really influential in a lot of ways but 80s right you know was like oh man like it just blew up and totally and yeah, you know, oh, I feel like it, you know, eventually we'll get to the '90s, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, because because it's it's another like just juicy decade.
1: Uh, yeah, the uh, '90s is weird because there's like a couple uh, years there, like '92, '93, '94, where it's just kind of like horror was almost in a really bad place, and then when Scream came out, it was just like, <sighs> like it just fucking. Yeah flipped the genre on its head and revitalized it so yeah I can't wait to talk about the 90s
0: fuck yeah and like you know and that's kind of the thing it's like I think as we've discovered sort of like going back and forth between doing some like more honed in special episodes and then doing like you know the monster movie of the week um, episodes like as the backbone I feel like we've discovered that you know there are like places that we want to stretch this podcast to you know
1: and Um, I have a shitload of different ideas you know like maybe um i wanted to keep them kind of secret in case we ever did them but i have a bunch of ideas like maybe like an episode could be focused on one director or one Mm. type of genre or you know i mean i just have a a list of ideas that
0: oh absolutely i feel
1: like i was saving for you know when we get higher numbers because i feel like um i don't think we could ever necessarily uh run out of movies to talk about but there might become a time where it's like you know we want to talk about something else so
0: yeah yeah you don't uh, that's always like the thing to be you know it's like as fun as it is that's the interesting dynamic of like running a podcast that people listen to in a way like is that there is this like i don't know you don't want to tire yourself or people out with one idea and so it's kind of fun in a way to like challenge yourself to do that i like i love the idea of doing like uh, an episode every now and then on a, like a particular director, you know, you mentioned Toby Hooper, like that would be a great episode to just talk about Toby Hooper, right? You know, and like, and the the contribution that, that that person brought to fucking horror, you know. Same thing with like, could you imagine how long a Wes Craven episode could
1: be, right? Right, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, would, I would personally love to have uh, a, just a Dario Argento episode, you know what I mean? Ooh, like, so yeah, exactly. that just be, you know, there's so many good, um. Yeah, I, I think that's an idea. You know what
0: I yeah. mean. and so and that's what I mean. Where it's like I I feel like you know kind of in the in the future here you know p- the, you know listeners corn dogs will start finding like that we are stretch we are going to start trying to stretch and do like right. you know, slightly slightly different things and that's that you know that that that's always fun. It's trying yeah. try something new, I suppose.
1: There's also a couple movies that uh, I feel like um there's one of them I'm, that we me and you have talked about that i wanted to do like a two-part episode because it's so um there's so much shit that happens in this. and then there's another movie that um i feel like when we talked about doing this was a perfect movie for this podcast and we just haven't talked about it yet so you know maybe saving that for like another uh milestone episode you know what i mean but i but mm-hmm. like i said i don't i don't think we'll ever uh have um a lack of, of movies to watch and speaking of movies to watch i watched this uh brutal brutal movie uh on Shudder last night uh called the sadness oh dude, um, i saw
0: it on there what is dude, it worth it
1: it it is not for the faint of heart bro there is some gruesome it, i loved it i thought it was awesome there's a, yeah. there's one scene in particular that i didn't that I thought was a little uh, tasteless and that I could have gone without, but it's a it's a blood-filled gore fest with some awesome uh, awesome scenes of savagery. Uh, so so Greg, yeah. I, I would I would highly recommend it.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, game on. Yeah, I, I always love when something like like some fresh pops up on there and it's like ooh. Yeah. Is that gonna be good? Is that gonna? Be I'm fine? also.
1: I think tonight I'm gonna watch. Um, uh the style i believe it's called the stylist and it's actually uh there was like a horror anthology uh movie that came out a couple years ago um and this was one of the uh segments in it and they turned it into a full length movie um and and in the short and in the short segment it's about this lady that's a hairdresser um and she cuts the scalps off of her victims and takes them home and like wears them in her basement and it's really it was pretty creepy so I'm hoping that yeah. the full length uh is warranted, you know what I mean? Yeah, for real. It's the same actress which is pretty interesting.
0: That's cool. Yeah, um I haven't seen like I am I'm, I'm also intrigued by I think it's on Peacock right now. It's like the new f- version uh, the Fire new remake of the Mega Firestarter. H- have you seen like m- like much of that? Like do you do you think it looks it looks in- intriguing? Um,
1: I think that uh I think I really like uh I forget her last name, but the uh, uh Kira uh I forget her last name, but the the girl actress,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I really like her. I think that uh I was really kind of thrown a curveball with the Zach Efron casting. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just, you know, when you think of Zach I feel like he just got he's just like typecasted where you think about Zach Efron, you think about like uh like a romantic comedy yeah. you know what i mean
0: yeah but, uh, you, you think yeah or high school musical still
1: <laughs> I, I i i'm obviously gonna watch it just because of the fact uh that it is a stephen king work mm-hmm. um so I, don't, I mean i just feel like the original uh with Drew barrymore is is uh is it is a pretty good movie but i feel like it um there's just some things about it where it didn't live up to its like full potential. Okay. So I I don't know. I'm gonna watch it. I don't really I don't really have like an expectation set. So I don't think it'd be something where I'd go in and watch it and be like let down. You know what I mean? Fair so, enough.
0: Yeah. You're not like it's not like super hyped. So it's just sort of like
1: it could be good. Could be bad. There's also like uh, I went and saw the the Northman last weekend. uh oh, Robert Eggers' new How movie. How was that? It was really good because it's more of like a, um, it's not necessarily like a horror movie. It has like some horror elements in it, but it was really good. And then nice. uh, next weekend, um, I'm gonna go see Alex Garland's uh, new movie Men, which looks oh, really interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing trailers for that now. Like, yeah, it's been popping up. Damn, dude. Uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. I I saw what was it on H. HBO's thing—they have M. Night Shyamalan's most recent movie, *Old*.
1: I still want to see that. I haven't seen that yet. I'm always so like I hate
0: to say it because like everybody says it, but I'm I'm so reticent to like watch a Shyamalan movie like a lot of times these days because you know there's been such hits and such misses with him totally. Like, but but that being said, like I've been terrified by some of the Shyamalan's movies in the 100%. past, hundred you know? and. And so I'm kind of intrigued by that. You know, I remember seeing the trailer for old, like, you know, when it was coming out and it looked like a cool concept. Like,
1: yeah, it's totally, it's totally like, and I've read like the Wikipedia about everything that happens and it's totally like a Shyamalan movie, but I still yeah. want to see it. Yeah, for sure. Cause I think uh, that uh, he still has some good ideas. Um, yeah. And, well, you know, I, he does have some lows, but I, re- I really liked, uh, I really liked, um, uh, the vi- the uh, oh the village,
2: again.
1: no, not the village, but it was one of the more recent movies. The visit. Okay. Uh, oh, you know that was a decent movie, and then also oh, yeah. um, not I haven't seen Glass yet, but it was the one before Glass with uh um.
0: What did you write before Glass? What's What's uh, the
1: guy's name that uh that plays um? I'm, James like I said, McAvoy. Yeah, thank you. I'm just having a hazy. No, you're good. Today, you're but, good. we James. Well, oh McAvoy. yeah
0: split or whatever split, right
1: split split yeah that's
0: that a movie, solid movie. that movie is solid like like not just like the pacing and and, and the overall movie but Macvoyce's performance in that movie was fucking crazy
1: that movie also kind of put uh Anya Taylor-Joy on the map cuz she's mm-hmm. like been in a bunch of really good shit you know what i mean
0: yeah that's true um i mean yeah like i remember uh i, I remember being like like i remember seeing signs when it came out you know, and science doesn't really, like, it holds up somewhat still, but, like, like alien invasions and all that shit has always been, like, one of those things, like, it gets me. And so, like, I remember when I saw that in the theater and then, like, leaving the theater and it was, like, dark out still, like, you know, like, I was, like, I, it was just, like, it set me in this, like, mm-hmm. terrified fucking place, you know? Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, Shyamalan's, like, one of those, I, I feel like overall he'll go down as like a as having like a, a good body of work overall but like totally you no, know, there's been some misses but yeah you know not, that i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting to to sort of like we've been talking about just to sort of see what's coming not only for for horror in general but for us as well right so i think people you know I think it's kind of fun that people are latching on. I was telling you about somebody who tech, who reached out uh, right. today and you know and was like ha- hailing hailing the their love of of everything we're doing over here. And so I don't know, it kind of keeps fueling us. But I really we got we we got to start leaning uh, towards the right this, this movie we're talking <laughs> we got set aside uh, for this week because. For episode 50 and we've been like, like simmering on it. It's been, you know, like we've been waiting and waiting and, you know, we just had to do Pinocchio's revenge for something special. We we just
1: had to do it. Oh yeah. We had to do it. (laughs) Oh Hello ladies. (laughs) We hadn't done it yet. So we just had had to to do it.
0: it. (laughs) Oh man. And you know, this is, this is a, just such a fucking redonkulous movie. Oh, my God. Redonkulous movie. <laughs> Dude, it is
1: so much worse than I remember. Like, yeah, just the bad dialogue, the bad acting, the bad, like, uh, accident scenes. There's unnecessary filler. There's this really, really, really low and, uh, frankly, uh, uninteresting body count. Um <laughs> it's just like it. it's such a weird movie because um i was thinking about it, i was reading like this uh person's um like review on it mm. and they you know the title is kind of misleading because what is the what is pinocchio getting revenge uh for you know what i mean and yeah. then um he also mentioned how like the movie kind of starts where you know the the character jennifer she's like a lawyer where it, it, it kind of feels like there's some like half-baked like plots that don't really come together because it would have been interesting if there would have been more of the um like court proceeding parts but those that happen are kind of uh like not necessarily important i don't know it's just there's i feel like they just try to cram too many different ideas into this movie yeah. uh because even when it comes to the end you 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 already kind of know like what's gonna happen and you know that the the girl is the killer because they like heavily apply it with the backstory of Vincent Gatto and his son you know what I mean so it's just like I feel like I don't know and the the director um Kevin S. Tenney like he's done some good stuff before he uh directed the original Night of the Demons, which is one of my favorite, like, uh... Oh, dang. Guilty pleasure, like, interesting plot, uh... movies. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So it's just, like... Yeah. A, a lot of... It seems like a lot of... A lot of directors, like, just get to this point, like, later in their career where maybe they just have this, like, bombastic idea for a movie and it just doesn't pan out, because this movie just strikes me as, uh... Like a made-for-TV movie, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, and and from it, it was a direct-to-video. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's like one of those. It it shows like it. There's 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 there wouldn't have been much of an. I think people would have maybe gone out to see it like initially thinking that it was going to be something that it wasn't. But I feel like hype would have died really fast for this movie in the theater. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. It's just it's just uh interesting because um i feel like the killer doll like there's been so many um great uh entries like tv and movie wise and the killer uh doll um and i feel like it goes through waves where that'll be uh, like a popular motive or theme and it'll be like a bunch of movies or uh, uh, about that and then it'll kind of quiet down then it'll happen again we're like in the last couple of, of years there's been you know cult of chucky curse of chucky the annabelle um mm. there's been uh puppet master spin-off. so it's like i feel like that's kind of a trend that comes and goes in waves that's and interesting I don't know that's a good point if pinocchio's revenge was trying to like maybe uh revitalize that around because this came out in 96 and like shortly i i'm i don't i'm not getting the year right but it was like chucky 3 had come out and that was like a really uh like a uh, lackluster movie. And it was a couple years later when they like kind of not rebooted the franchise, but like uh, went in a different direction with, uh, with, um, Bride of Chucky or, uh, Bride of Chucky, um, which is an amazing, uh, movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. But there's a lot of, um, I wanted to just take a little, another detour before we start and talk about, um, before we talk about a shitty, uh, Killer doll, talk about some other, um, movies or TV shows with dolls in them for good or for bad, you know, because we Mm. going as far back to, um, the Twilight Zone, like one of the more, one of my favorite episodes, um, called The Living Doll is about this creepy talking Tina doll. Um, you know what I mean? That, yeah. Um, terrorizes this family when this little girl gets it as a uh, I believe it's like a birthday or a Christmas gift but you know we all there's been an x files episode um, mm. about a doll that's really exciting there's also been uh, movies that were about a different thing but had a killer like obviously poltergeist with the clown yeah um, saw with Billy the puppet um, the trilogy of terror with this with the Zuni fetish doll. Uh, oh yeah
0: the trilogy of terror it's
1: classic and then yeah. another one uh, one of the most like um not talked about movies is magic uh with anthony hopkins where oh. he's a ventriloquist it's a fucking awesome movie but it i feel like it just kind of doesn't get mentioned or it's like a forgotten um movie because
0: yeah i'm not the- familiar with that
1: I I highly recommend it. It It's probably like eight or 10 years ago. I was working uh, at this donut shop before I got into my like uh, the um, like a couple years before I got into or like a year or two before I got into my addiction really bad. And the donut shop owner um, like turned me on to like a really a lot of good stuff like like uh, like I would tell him some of the music I like and he got me into more like blues and jazz but anyway i was talking about nice. horror one day and he's like oh have you seen magic and i'm like what's magic <laughs> and uh but yeah anyway and then obviously like more recent times we have annabelle um the boy and the boy too the first the i liked the boy the first one um it was a really cool uh like killer doll center movie with a really good like shock uh ending sort of going on yeah um we have uh, Dead Silence, which is directed by James Wan, who is one of my more recent favorite horror directors, you know, Insidious, uh, mm. The Conjuring, uh, Malignant. But I feel like Dead Silence is such a creepy movie and had such a good idea, but they just they just didn't um, connect for some reason. Hmm. Yeah. Cause there's some creepy ass fucking dolls in that movie. Dude. we obviously have uh dolls um <laughs> puppet master demonic toys uh um Damn. dolly dearest is another one that i think would make a really good episode
0: okay it's yeah, a, yeah. A, it's a
1: it's a it's a really really weird movie and there's this hilarious line where uh <laughs> so in the in the um twilight zone episode that i mentioned, the. Uh, the talking Tina always says, or maybe it was, I I might be getting this mixed up. It's either the, the, uh, the Twilight Zone or the X-Files episode, but the doll will go, I want to play. Mm -hmm. And in the, uh, the Dolly Dearest, it kind of has a line similar like that, similar like that. And there's this hilarious scene where the, uh, the brother there's in the movie, there's this family and the little girl gets this doll. Like, I don't want to have lean too heavy into the plot, but the little girl gets the doll. Um. And there's a scene where their brother is like confronting the doll with a shotgun, and the and the the brother goes, "Play with this, bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> and like shoots the doll with the shotgun. <laughs> and then uh, I, I apologize for um, taking up the last like five minutes, but we obviously oh, can't talk about um, killer dolls without the Child's Play franchise, which is one yeah. of my most endearing, and one of my favorite franchises of all time um and i'm super stoked
0: the 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 child's play franchise like is the if you ask me it's the standard like Mm -hmm. for for you know like slasher doll movies totally but you know it it doesn't it it like leans away from like demonic possession stuff like that even though chucky is a like a possessed doll uh but oh my god dude like yeah I'm with you. Like I, I, like those are those are just f- like they're fun movies. Chucky's mm-hmm. like a menace, but he's also like as he gets on, he's more and more of an asshole as well as being a menace. Totally. You know, <laughs> um, you know and I think it was because of your your recommendation. I I, I finally started checking out that Chuck the Chucky TV awesome. series. Yeah. it's so it's so fucking great, dude. And it's like yeah. and it's right in line with you know the 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 character of you know that yeah. you know, you're wanting and so it didn't they didn't lighten it up that much for it's Team so
1: crazy because it's it's a continuation um of what they recently did with Colt and Curse of Chucky mm-hmm. it brings in the legacy characters from the original trilogy and from Bride of Chucky uh and then it establishes these new characters i can't fucking wait for season 2 to see where they go with it
0: That's what I'm saying, man. It it, it should be held up again as like this, you know, uh, example of what they could do. Like, like if a horror series, like I never, I never got into it, but I remember they tried to make like a scream TV series. It was all right. Okay, um, but it's like it's like stuff like that, like you know, a property like Chucky here and what they've done with that season and including all that lore and stuff mm-hmm. they've built mm-hmm. up. Like they did it so well that it's like mm-hmm. there are tons of horror properties that you could do that to. Could you imagine? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, though Hellraiser is like a really graphic, se- like you know, series of movies. You could do a week, like a weekly episode, yeah. of, of like in, in that universe, you know. But you can also establish yeah, characters, and I don't know. It's uh,
1: they're I about did. to reboot. They're about to reboot uh, uh, Hellraiser, um, and I That's hope that it's good That's because that, those like, like Hellraiser is a classic. Hellraiser two is really good, and then like Hellraiser three and four like are all right. They each have a couple like really creative, interesting scenes or setup bites, but then it just the, the series like really, really Dude, falls it goes, off the rails. Yeah, and then the last one that came out. It was like Doug Bradley had played Pinhead the entire time, except for the last movie. the last movie is just so atrocious. Um, But I know what you're saying, whether, you know. uh, um, Well, same thing with like,
0: could you imagine if they did like a Nightmare on Elm Street series? It'd be interesting. Like, again, you could probably do something with that. Like, there's just just so much more. Like
1: like you said, there's just so much, uh, you know, or or I think like they were trying to do uh, a Friday the 13th series where um you know they leaned more on like who is this who is like like uh you know because we all they're all the movies are so focused so much especially the early ones on jason's like uh relationship uh with his dead mother mm, but we don't yeah. really know much about his father um i just think that a lot of different horror franchises like for better or for worse would be interesting to see a tv show and see if they could make that work because honestly With how good Chucky's been, I'm surprised, or I wouldn't be surprised if more franchises try that route. You know?
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, I I agree. Um, But yeah, man, I mean, I I would say that, like, for me, like in terms of like killer doll movies, Chucky's definitely like definitely reigns supreme. Yeah. You know?
1: But we're gonna talk about something that does not uh, (laughs) reign supreme. And before we before we jump into the movie um just a couple quick things so we already talked about who directed it um uh the lady that plays jennifer um the mom her name's rosalind allen she was like in a bunch of uh like 80s t like episodes of tv shows like tj hooker uh knight rider um and Matlock, but she was also in *Children of the Corn* two and *Ticks*, which I'm surprised we haven't talked about *Ticks* because that's an awesome movie with some great creature effects, and it has Cliff. I mean, uh, <laughs> Clint. How- I, I meant to say that but it has Cl- it has Clint Howard in it.
0: Dio. Dude, we should do *Ticks*, man. Fuck? it's a great movie. And then uh,
1: we have um, the girl that plays Zoe, and it had been so long since I watched this movie. Um, but there's sometimes in movies where a kid actor uh, can come across just as really, really, really fucking annoying, and you just want to smack the shit out of him. And that's how she plays this role. Like her character is so annoying, but she went on to be uh, uh, um, a singer and a songwriter. And I'm never listened to any of her music, but her, but her uh, stage oh, name man. is Matisse.
0: I, I just looked. I'm just looking at that
1: page. Like yeah, Matisse. Never listened to him. And then, my- uh yeah we have uh uh the character of barry uh ron canada you might not really recognize the name or but you or, recognize
0: or, that face
1: yeah man. when you see the face you're like "Hold, i've seen that motherfucker somewhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold up i've seen you before
1: yeah one dude. more thing where, where is it what
0: what's he what else has that cat been in like just he's been in a
1: time. bunch of shit he's been in like uh oh my Avengers God dude, dude, his filmography
0: is so large yeah
1: because he has so many just like little bit roles in movies you know what I mean yeah
0: that's wild yeah i i this that's not even worth put, like trying to pull out that he's been in so many different things
1: here's okay. another wild thing about this movie that i I never realized until now so uh cuz like for a good chunk of the movie Pinocchio's only um in doll form but after but when they cut this, when his strings get cut there's a couple scenes where you can clearly tell um it's like a real person mm-hmm. Fern Troyer <gasps> played the Pinocchio body double <laughs> Oh no way
0: <laughs> Oh my god dude Dude that's fucking epic That makes this movie so much better. right like just knowing that Vern Troyer was the body double because it is there's very distinct moments where you're just like that ain't a puppet, <laughs> right, right, dude, that's awesome,
1: holy shit. You know what is I still about this movie is how did they not think to have a scene where Pinocchio's nose grows and kills somebody? Like why did they not do that?
0: Right. Like, like, it literally writes itself. Exactly. Just like right through somebody's eye or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Why
1: did they not do that?
0: But So oh, do
1: you do you remember how we stumbled upon this movie?
0: Um, Vaguely. Very vaguely. Uh,
1: I wish. It's like, I don't, you know, obviously I remember like uh, the Prophets game and like other stuff that we, but I don't re- remember.
0: I mean, we, I remember, I remember watching it in Spokane once. Okay. That might have been it. I think we had, I can't remember if we had watched it previously before that or not, but I but know yeah, cause that.
1: It, that's right. Because I was like, what, right when, uh, when um, like Netflix was becoming a streaming thing and we watched it on Netflix. Yeah, um, dude. That's, that's right. Yeah. It's so weird. because like, we had to, just so you guys, the listeners are aware, we could not find this anywhere. We had to fucking watch yeah. it on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: dude. <laughs> there was like, there was like an, some random individual uploaded this in like ten parts on yeah. YouTube.
1: Thank you, Code C, whoever yeah. you are. Yeah, shout outs
0: to you if you're uh, out there still. <laughs> like that, it was just so frustrating because I remember very distinctly uh, seeing it on fucking like Amazon like last year or something like that. Okay, you know, because like it was, it's always one of those movies that you know you just know is out there. So sometimes you're just like, I wonder where this is. Like if it's online and I remember they had it and now, it's just completely unavailable anywhere. And so it's just, I don't know. It's like outside of trying to buy the movie and watch it in time. This was the best option for sure. Right.
1: Right. Um, Real quick. One more thing before we jump in, I mentioned before we started recording that I had something I wanted to talk about. (laughs) So um, there's a YouTube channel that I watch called, um, Uh, triple jump and they do a lot of like video game reviews, but one of their, uh, like reoccurring, um, segments is called worst games ever where they sit like to these two guys and they sit, one of them plays the game while the other, um, like drops facts about the game and they just sit and they riff on it. And it's absolutely fucking hilarious. But, um, one of the most, one of the ones I watched recently was, uh, was an American idol game that came out for the PlayStation oh. a long time ago. Really? And it was it was based around season 2. And <gasps> I remember remember when I had the Ruben Stoddard CD. Yeah,
0: yeah Ruben <laughs> Stoddard.
1: Yeah, dude. Ruben Stoddard. <laughs> you were the only
0: human being I've ever met who had that Ruben Stoddard CD.
1: <laughs> I still remember that fucking his like one hit song. Um it's called Sorry for 2004, and there's, yeah, this,
2: two, oh my god,
1: there's just there's this hilarious line because the song is like uh, where he's like explaining these scenarios that went wrong and then he goes and then he goes damn he goes (laughs) where he explains these scenarios and he's like damn I'm sorry but there's this part where he goes it's like building a house with no roof and no door and no walls damn I'm sorry (laughs) oh my god dude a <laughs> uh, ruined yeah. Stoddard CD dude
0: I can't so fucking leave that I oh my God, I'm so glad you brought that up. like I yeah, like that was like we were la- we would we laughed about that for so long. like they just I'm sorry, foe
1: 2000 <laughs> <laughs> And I ain't gonna mess up no more <laughs> Oh my one, God. One dude. of my favorite things about having Ruben that seat, about that CD was, like, people would get in my car and go to pick a CD out and, like, be flipping through everything and be like, why the fuck do you have a Ruben <laughs> Stoddard CD? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the most random one in the lineup. <laughs> but yeah. it got some plays, man. It did I also, some plays. <laughs> I,
1: I also had that, like, uh, it was... Um, actually, maybe, I think... Uh, You might've gifted it to me, but it was a CD that had, uh, um, jesse mccartney i think no it wasn't jesse mccartney it was maybe it was jesse mccartney oh. but he had his own version of i want candy no 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 it's aaron carter, dude. Oh, yeah, aaron carter. <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: like
0: it was like this like it was like a kid's bop sounding i want candy song basically where aaron he was carter, like yeah. thirsty as fuck for some other like a little teen girl but yeah the because best- they
1: switched the lyrics you yeah. know what i mean
0: the the other the best thing about that album in particular was that there's this whole there's this whole track on there where it's like it's like. Aaron Carter playing Shaq, like play or, or Aaron Carter playing sh- basketball with Shaq, and it's like, oh, How yeah. I Beat Shaq, or something like that. It's like, it's just like such a like that whole album is just like such a little, like, ah, oh, you fucking punk, get out of here, kind of
1: thing. I, <laughs> like, like, I forgot the other songs, but I just remember we just blast, I want, candy yeah, dude,
0: classic. Ruben, oh my god, I can't Stop. believe you brought that Ruben Stoddard song up, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just pulled up some of the lyrics. Girl, this is my sorry for 2004. I ain't gonna mess up no more. This, this year. year. I like that. That's like so specific. Like that's what I remember that was one of the things that kept cracking us up was like it was like it was that line. It's like I'm not gonna mess up no more. This, this year. year. Yeah. You know <laughs> so it's like leaving it open for a sorry for 2005 Five, just in right. case.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my fucking god, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was,
1: that's a, good. That was good. Aaron
0: Carter. Yeah. That's oh correct. my god. And you know, speaking of speaking of that garbage, that kind of that gives us a great segue into this hot totally. garbage because, totally. like we said, we found it on YouTube. So if you want to watch it, you can find it on there also. Yeah. This this movie, Pinocchio's Revenge from 1996, is
2: just man. It's,
0: it's ah, damn. Uh, so <laughs> it like it it picks you up in a place where you think it's like it feels kind of dark, you know, like it could go in a, in a pretty heavy direction. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like it kind of opens right in the, like, at the nighttime where this cop's like stumbles upon a car pulled over. Mm hmm and he almost hits the vehicle and gets out see some fishy things there's like a you know cloth with some blood maybe in yeah. the car
1: well, cause, but, yeah because he, he he calls in the license plate first and they're yeah, like "Yeah, that's right there's, there's no warrants there's- but he you know being a uh being a very thorough uh, <laughs> cop yeah he goes and like uh grabs his flashlight and looks around and he notices like a, a shirt with some blood on it uh in the back seat so he's like you know i gotta go investigate this
0: yeah and that, that leads him down the down the pathway the, where there's what
1: by the way this uh it opens with a title card that tells us that we're in tampa florida and this is five <laughs> years ago yeah. so now that like it's important but
0: uh so you follow but from there you kind of follow this office this this dutiful officer of the law down this the closed road where he discovers uh a, you know a figure digging a hole and like this figure looks menacing it's like raining and thunder and like, thunder and lightning out this dude's like drenched and he's just shoveling away right? yeah, and, yeah. But we see, I,
1: we, yeah we see him like digging the grave uh, and he puts um, you see there's two different things like wrapped in cloth he puts the first one in and then as he's going to put the second one and he lifts the he lifts the cloth up and you see that it's the body of a little child yeah. um and he even kisses the forehead before going to uh, put him in and gives him a good prince. prince
0: yeah uh, yeah it, well and it's and and so you know you, that that's exactly what i mean where it's like he it sets up this like stage of like ooh, dude is this uh-huh. like a child murder the guy the cops like you know pulls his gun on the guy and he's like Drop your shovel. And the guy doesn't. And then he has that, that great line. Like the cop has this kind of a squeaky voice. So when he, when he yells, I said drop the fucking shovel. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not yeah. nearly as intimidating as I no. think he hoped. No, not at all. <laughs> but either way, you know, he does seem to... He, like, the guy does seem to, the the man digging the shovel, you know, digging the, the grave or whatever, does seem to. Vincent Gatto. Yeah, you find out he's, he's Vincent Gatto. Uh,
1: and I'm really so, glad you know, that his name wasn't Joe Petto. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, uh, no, like, yeah. uh, you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, where it was like a little too, uh, like on the head, on the nose. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, like, dude, it's just, yeah, just like too obvious. <laughs> oh my God, dude.
1: But yeah, the guy drops the shovel. Um, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then it kind of cuts to like sort of the next the next day where it's like more officers are standing around yeah. the scene of the of the crime here, so to speak. And that's when they discover what also was in the grave.
1: Yeah, they're like dig in, they see a they um like a hand emerges from the dirt and they think it's another body, so they obviously continue to dig and they unearth uh we get the first shot Of this partially buried like a wooden pinocchio doll yeah they're like they even they even mention something like what the hell's going on here or something like that
0: yeah exactly like you know throws throws you for a loop and like as a viewer also kind of you're just like what okay why is this doll in this grave Um, totally but then supposedly you know so from there supposedly kind of i imagine it jumps forward a little bit to present day to present day and then you kind of pick up where there's like a, you know, a newscaster in a court, in a courtroom, and she's like, you know, Vincent Gatto on trial today, and yep. you know, so you find out that like, yeah, this this dude's you know been arrested, he's detained, he's like he's being sentenced today. Yeah,
1: they mentioned um, that his his new execution date uh, is less than a week away, but his attorney has filed for a, a commuted sentence um, with the with the court with the state court of appeals. Yeah. she mentions that her his future is being decided now in this very courthouse and then we get our first like uh courthouse or like a uh, court proceeding scene you know what i mean like her, yeah where we, we get introduced to uh Jennifer Garrick um who is Vincent Gatto's uh lawyer
0: yeah and she I, I and this is something that like does kind of baffle you for the most part in the movie where it's like this person's very uh pursuant of like getting him off the hook for death you know what I yeah mean? she
1: thinks she's innocent
0: yeah um and so like you you know like from 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 here you're just like those that i don't know you're just like i don't know why this person cares that much but she seems to file like in this whole courtroom scene she seems to file like another motion you mm-hmm. know with the judge to try and to try and stay this or commute the sentence and yeah and, she
1: she talks about how uh she noticed some discrepancies in the uh, in original investigator notes, and she believes that if she was given enough time, she can account for um, Godo's whereabouts during two of the alleged homicides.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know.
1: Maybe. And then, but then the and then the judge is kind of like, "Well, you know, he wasn't convicted for those crimes, and that he was only charged and convicted for only one murder—the murder of his own son."
0: Yeah. And this is kind of where you find like uh, you know like that there's yeah so like he like that kid that you saw earlier that's allegedly probably his son. Totally. And so you know like then you know kind of drifting out of the courtroom scene and kind of picks up with Jennifer uh, at home presumably where she is like going through crime scene photos. And, totally. You know, there's like a classic chalk outlines of bodies and blood splatter on cement yeah, and stuff, you know. we
1: see we see in one of the pictures that it looks like there's it's two dead children mm. um, that are in this picture, which are the other uh, two deaths that they were talking about um, in the scene just before that, uh, where she believes that Vincent Gatto um, didn't kill these two kids. So
2: Yeah. And but then her
1: daughter comes fucking running up, you know what I mean? Um so this is when we get our, our first sight and our first uh Zoe. And I don't know, dude, like I said, it's just something about I don't know if it's her voice or or what, but she is just so annoying. Everything she says is annoying. It just drives me crazy. It's
0: it's just it it it's a it it it's like a head scratcher. It's like, how did this child actor get this role? Right. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, their their acting is just not that great. They're, no Macaulay Colkin, that's all I'm gonna say. No. Uh, you know, the gold standard of all child actors. <laughs> uh but yeah, there's like you know, Jen like she stumbles in, sees all these nasty photos. Jennifer's like, Oh, what are you doing? What did you doing up? And like takes her off to bed and mm-hmm. you know, goes and you know, tucks her in, and it's just, you know. Yeah, I, Zoe you
1: know. tells her that she had a uh, a bad dream, um, and we we kind of learn here that, uh, uh, you know, Jennifer or, or Jennifer is uh divorced from her husband. You know what I mean? She's raising Zoe, but uh, her the um Zoe's dad is out there because uh, Zoe mentions that she had a dream um, about. Uh, about um, her dad and his and her and his new girlfriend, and they were both dead, but she has a really like I said, she has a really annoying voice. She's like, It was about him and her new girlfriend, they were both dead. Like, yeah, dude, I can't like mimic the voice because it's a kid's voice, but it's just, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um,
0: it's like weirdly, it almost comes off as like upbeat, her like all of her presentation, and so it's just sort of like it's just off putting, yeah, you're like, I don't know. It's it's bizarre. It's good that they went on to singing instead. Mm. <laughs> um, I guess so. But you know, then we kind of it just seems like maybe like next day or something, and right. Uh, you you pick back up with Jennifer at the off at her office, and this is where you get your mm-hmm. first Raw in Canada appearance.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gets she gets to her office, and you can see that her chair is uh, like turned around. Um, She goes to turn the chair around. This is where we see the Pinocchio doll from earlier (laughs) sitting in the chair and it like startles her. Um, And then, yeah, Ron Barry, uh, Ron Canada walks in um, and explains that it's a part of the evidence request she asked for. Uh, She's like, oh, I forgot about that. I asked for that uh, three months ago and she hopes that it'll help with the appeal. And I'm like. Like, what What would this doll have to do with an appeal? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's just, it's just the dumbest way of to, like, introduce it, this doll into the movie.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's like, you could have done it in a number of different ways, I imagine. But, like, it just seemed like it was easy writing. You know what I mean? They're yeah. Like, okay, and, okay, uh, okay. you know, here, like, it's uh, it's needed for evidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you get like this great like kind of closing out that scene. You get this great close up shot of the doll's eyes, right? And like it's not the only one that you get of the doll's eyes, but this is just bright blue. The doll, the doll itself, like I don't know, it doesn't look menacing.
1: It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. We also Barry has this line that's like I don't know if they were trying to like uh, throw shade at like. The political world or whatever because there's this line where uh where jennifer's talking about how um she's going to ask the judge uh or she's gonna if the judge turns down her appeal that she's going to ask the governor for a stay of execution and barry's like uh never happened not in an election year So it's just like, <laughs> random line What's where they're like what so are we- they trying to like say you know what i mean
0: yeah like not in an election year Oh, uh, weird um yeah, because it's like yeah, it's like I don't know. I don't know very many politicians so many, that like yeah. advocate like riot on the on the platform of like I'm gonna fucking kill this guy,
1: <laughs> right? Uh,
0: but you know, like it's 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 strange because like you know you jump from this to a uh, to a school setting
2: mm-hmm.
0: where you know like uh, you see like a, a couple of like you know classmates of zoe like passing a note back and forth and it it's sort of you get the vibe in this scene that like oh, zoe oh god zoe has this terrible line i just got like th- this you know like the teacher asks for something she just goes like she has this like really smug like good kind of response right. and it's just like oh it just it gets under your skin but you find you get the vibe that like she's maybe not like friends with too many people
1: yeah there's because there's no. this other girl named beth uh yeah. you know that we kind of get this little um like back and f- like uh you know like they she asked the teacher asked they're they're reading a book they're reading a book with about a character named matilda but it's not uh matilda World doll it's like i don't know i don't know what they're reading yeah, but she asks matilda. she asks beth like what she thinks the moral uh uh is and um you know, Beth wasn't really paying attention. She was too busy passing notes. So then she asks Zoe. Zoe gives the answer. Uh, and then we get, uh, Beth kind of agrees with her. And then the teacher uh, says that next week they're going to start Dr. Doolittle. And Zoe has this sick burn where she goes, good. Beth loves to do little. <laughs> 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 Boy, she does it.
0: Gets gets zings her really really quick. (laughs) Ridiculous. So. Oh man. And uh, yeah. So so it's it it is strange. It just builds up, you know, this like weird animosity between some of the classmates, and and then and then so kind of you you know you end up picking them back up with Jennifer, who's Mm -hmm. at the jail at uh visiting Vincent Gatto, Mm -hmm. and. You know, she's, like, explaining that she's trying to get the, you know, the, his his sentence commuted or whatever. And he, mm-hmm. he's just like, why I want, you know, like, why yeah. would you let me die, basically? You know, like,
1: Yeah, even goes as far as to, you know, t- tell her that he killed his son and that even if he was free, like, his life would be uh, meaningless. She asks, uh, and, um... Yeah. He also mentions, you know, why would you want to extend my, uh, stay in this hellhole? But she, and then she goes and and goes on to talk about how she knows that he didn't, um, commit those other murders and that the real killers out there, uh, you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, you know, he, uh, like smacks the glass to try to, (laughs) you know, scare her, but she's not, um, put off by it and then she asks him why did you bury him with a puppet you know what I mean
0: yeah and it's funny when he smacks the glass you can hear like a guard in the background like
1: off the glass
0: (laughs) 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 but yeah it's like a it's it's like a really dramatic back and forth between those two like in this Mm -hmm. scene and yeah like you can just tell like you know this dude's hiding something man like you know when he when you know, and he hangs up the phone just to like, and like dismisses himself, basically. He's just like, I don't well, know. You yeah, just get the vibe. He just doesn't want, he just doesn't doesn't want the help at all. Right.
1: Because she goes on to, um, you know, he talks about how he made the Pinocchio doll uh, for his son for his birthday. And she's yeah. like, well, that's not exactly the actions of a deranged murderer. And I'm thinking to myself, like, um, okay, well, there's a lot of like, famous serial killers that you know did things that weren't exactly uh conducive of a deranged murder. just because someone whittles dolls out of wood doesn't mean <laughs> they couldn't go out and commit murder it's just so random
0: that's her that's her biggest point when she brings it up in court she's like listen judge he whittled a doll for his son of yeah. course he couldn't have done it
1: Right. <laughs> but yeah she as he's you mentioned that he guy gets up and uh hangs up the phone and gets walked it starts to get walk away And uh she asks him who he's protecting. Um, and this is where he kind of gets uh more angry and tries to uh run at the glass again, um, and tells her to let him die as like uh, a couple of couple of corrections officers have to wrangle him up and drag him away. So she's she thinks that um, you know, he's protecting somebody and that uh, she's trying to figure out who and why you know what i mean he's not being very uh cooperative
0: no he is he is the opposite uh and yeah so you know it kind of you know it's sort of bouncing back and forth between jennifer and zoe scenes it sort of brings you to another zoe scene where it's like you know like she's at the school, everybody's like leaving for the day or something, and you know she's like starts passing out. She's like, wait, so he's waiting at the door to hand out invitations to her birthday party, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it seems so fucking ridiculous. So mm-hmm. like, so like she's handing out invitations. She gets to marry B- uh, Beth or whatever her name is in line. Beth. Beth. Just Beth. just Beth, not Mary Beth. Just Beth. And uh, and she skips Beth. She pulls she pulls the invitation yeah. back. And she's like, <laughs> not one for you. And then motherfucking Beth just grabs the rest of the invitations and like runs off with them. Say like mm-hmm. them yelling like something like, like ow, oh, I never miss a good party. <laughs> like, oh
1: yeah. <laughs> like,
0: and then like and then like her and her and Zoe get into this scuffle, you know, where you know, Beth like Beth is like like dumps all the invitations into some mud. Mm -hmm. and like pushes zoe or some shit and like zoe just lunges at her and just like this this, i forgot about this but zoe just like lunges at her, and she's not like smacking her or anything she goes and fucking mike tyson's her ear she bites bites that (laughs) shit off man like (laughs) like, it's just the most random thing like why would this little
1: girl jump to like biting this lady right like well at the same time though like um that's for a little bigger re-
0: than her too. So for
1: some for some reason, like I remember, like uh, at that age, like there was kids that would like bite people, like bite your arm or whatever. Like it was kind of yeah. a really like, weird weird thing that uh, kids would do, not realizing like what they were doing. You know what I mean? It's like not a normal um, thing to do. You don't bite somebody. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: You're like smacking them's yeah. one thing. Biting them, biting them is a whole other. <laughs> yeah.
1: Beth gets fucking Evander Holyfield. You know what I mean? Basically. Yeah. She bites her ears. She does, dude, she gets wild. Oh yeah. my God, dude. But yeah. The, yeah. And you know, basically Beth's friends, you know, pick her up and she's like, I told you she was crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, Zoe, Zoe ends up having to pick up, uh, you know, the muddy invitations, you know, she, and then we see her uh, now. She's uh, Running out the front door of school, Jennifer picks her up and notices the blood uh, on her lip. Um, yeah, that, yeah,
0: that was like that—the <laughs> blood on the lip. Like, yeah, is that, is that you? Don't ever have to think. Like, is that your blood or is that somebody else's? But in this case, you probably should have checked. She, because right. like, yeah, she gets in the car with their mom, and then they see, uh, you know, Beth, Beth riding by on her bike. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's just—I don't know—it's just such a weird scene. You get this like little savagery from from Zoe all of a sudden, yeah. And, and then it jumps to like you know, you find out that she's uh, Zoe's in therapy because she goes yep. to like this, you know, Doctor Edwards. Doctor Edwards, he's—I don't know—he's he's a bit of a—he's a bit of a humdrum. <laughs> she's like right. she's sitting there like painting, you know, and and he's like. I don't know, telling her to like, he's basically just like, ins- like being like, you gotta, you know, move on from this hurt that you've been caught. Yeah. You know, caused. One, and
1: one thing that's funny about his character is like, I feel like they must've looked up a uh, cliche, uh, psychologist sayings because any scene that he has he's always like it happens later in the movie too but he always has it's just like he's just throwing out this uh Mm -hmm. like basic stuff that a psychologist would say you know you know what i mean or he's like uh it's natural to and even healthy it's part of the healing process it gets worse later but yeah um
0: yeah it's it's like it's when it comes to like dialogue and stuff like that, I feel like his was a particular low point because it's like, you're right. It just seems like, it seems like really generically written his lines. Like
1: a (laughs) hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And also you're just kind of like, it's strange. Like the, you know, they allude like alluding to, you know, Zoe being hurt and uh, you can't tell if it's like, you know, I, at first it's like it's strange because you're just like, I can't tell if it's uh, because like they're divorced or whatever or they're just not seeing each other or if like their dad was like a real piece of shit and like actually like, yeah, you know, cause like, it never' was, like, expl- physical with her or something. like,
1: yeah, I don't think so, but yeah, they never explain it. I just i, I yeah, that's a good point.
0: yeah, just it, it just it feels like a little like un unfl- you know, like like a lot of other elements it's this is just not f- flushed out flushed too, out too yeah. well.
1: <laughs> she, she probably feels, you know, like, abandoned uh yeah. or however a kid would feel at that age you know what i mean like at least when uh like before uh um like when my mom kicked my dad out you know what i mean it was like i was old enough to realize you know what i mean but at a young age yeah. like that who knows how you would uh, how
0: you perceive the situation right yeah yeah it's, it's true um well, you know, after the after the, the substandard therapy session, mm-hmm. you find that uh, you know, Zoe and Jennifer and then uh Sophia, Sophia? the uh like basically like I don't know uh babysitter. She, she's
1: like a live in uh she's like a live in maid essentially.
0: Yeah, okay. Um and they're all back at you know their the house and Jennifer gets a phone call and it seems to be from mm-hmm. Zoe's father. And
1: well, uh, well, first, the first phone call she gets, uh, oh, it's from
0: Beth's mom. That's right. Finding out about which is like crazy to me that this is the first moment that that Jennifer's found like has been told about the incident at at school. Right. Like they're at the school. This little kid bit the ear of another fucking kid. And you're telling me that nobody, no teacher or like principal was like, all right, I'm going to have to call your parents.
1: (laughs) It's a good point
0: uh but yeah you're right she gets she gets uh the phone call from Beth's mom and finds out about the whole incident and that's when she like starts questioning uh zoe about it and kind of decides to sort of
1: yeah Zoe zoe has a classic uh kid response where she asks her you know why she bit her and zoe goes she started it
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) No matter what happened, they started it. It wasn't me. Yeah,
1: and then and then and then uh, the phone rings, and this is where
0: um, her dad calls.
1: Yeah, gets a call from someone named Warren, who we learn is Zoe's dad. But she just does not like. She goes to give the phone um, to Zoe, but Zoe doesn't want any part of it. Like she she basically is like, I don't. You know, she's she's she's, like she's like nonverbal. She does not want to speak. Uh, To her dad for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so it it just, it's one of those things that, again, you just feel like there's like a bigger story there somehow. But, but, you know, this, this leads Jennifer to kind of get in a little angry and being like, you're grounded for the next two weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's when Sophia reminds her kind of quietly, you know, like, you do know that like Zoe's birthday is Friday, right? Right.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: you Jennifer's know. like Jennifer's like shit. She's grounded <laughs> till then. You know yeah, I mean?
0: basically, classic parent move. Like, well, fine. Ah, fuck. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, and uh, then Zoe like tries to. Uh, I mean, sorry, Sophia, uh, kind of goes into Zoe's room and tries cheering her up. She gives her her killer whale, um, stuffed animal, which uh, we learn is her favorite. And then Sophia goes on to basically. Um, Tell Zoe, you know what I mean? That, um, that, uh, you know, your mom's under a lot of stress and that Zoe needs to do her best to try and help her out as much as she can.
0: Yeah. It's, which isn't, you know, an interesting dynamic. It's always like, yeah, you just need to be cool, you need to be chill. Sophia yeah. really, like, uh, you could tell, glues uh, those pieces together. She's, she's, the right. She helps that move along. But, you know, then um, you know. Jumping from that, you go you go right into another courtroom scene where you f- kind of find the fate of uh, Jennifer's motion. Yeah, and, and you find out that the judge denies the motion, the stay of execution. Yep. And that's and that's when you know, going out of the courtroom, she gets bombarded by a bunch of reporters and like everybody's just shoving you know microphones in the face. And th- this is where you learn, I guess, her kind of beef with with things is like she's jennifer has this line where she mentions she's like it's your fault like you know it's the media's fault for calling him like a a convicted serial killer when he was only convicted of killing one person right and yeah and it's like i don't know it's a weird way to have it's a weird reason to have a soft spot for somebody i suppose yeah (laughs) you guys defamed him I thought that's strange, but then you know you kind of go into this Green Mile esque scene where they they're they're, it's uh, at the prison, and you know some guards are walking a now uh, freshly bald shaved Vincent Gatto to Mm. his to the electric chair,
1: which is very barbaric,
0: dude. The like the the, the, I was gonna say, man, like not that much in this movie gets you. But, like, this scene maybe got me the most out of things. Because, like, just because, like, the idea of the electric chair and, you know... Like, having heard and read stories about, you know, how some people have had, had, back in the day, would have multiple, like, passes, basically. They wouldn't take the first time, and so they'd zap them again and stuff. You know, like, seeing somebody, like, get zapped and, like, convulse in this chair, no matter what, like, what, was just kind of unsettling, even in this scene.
1: Yeah, because, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is is Texas uh, still the only state that does the electric chair?
0: I don't know at the moment, like. I'll look that up,
1: but should look that up.
0: Uh, but either way, it's like you know, in this scene, like they they do the they do a fair bit of like work. You know, they they like they they put the mask on him. Clearly, they like shaved him to make like they do in real life. Like yeah, I don't know. It's just it just kind of doesn't sit well.
1: Yeah, and Jennifer's there. <clears throat> Obviously, she's one of the people. Um, one of the people that's there to witness.
0: Oh, just real quick. So in the U.S. The only then as of 2021, the states that allow the electric chairs at execution are Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Oh, that's, wow. Okay. Don't get fucked. Don't go killing people in those states.
1: Yeah. Don't go to the. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's wild that there's
0: multiple states that still fucking do that.
1: Yeah. I, I thought mean, it was. I thought it was. It's interesting.
0: I definitely would have thought Texas would have been on there, though.
1: Yeah, because I feel like <laughs> lethal, like, lethal inject, like, okay, so I guess at the end of the day, like, the people that are on death row, like, they obviously did something to warrant that, but I still feel like the electric chair is kind of just a really, like, outdated, um, barbaric way, like, yeah, you know, lethal, I, uh, you know what I mean? Like, lethal injection. I, I agree. Anyway, that's kind of off topic, but no, yeah, so yeah. He, he gets fried um so yeah vincent gato's dead um. yeah
0: dude and you know there's this like dramatic music playing like, oh like you know this cool chor- like choral choir music playing in the background while, while his body's just like sitting there steaming limp <laughs> it's pretty fucking right. ridiculous um and then you know so after seeing this like awful thing witnessing this awful thing jennifer finds herself uh at a church where mm-hmm. she's you know like i don't know contemplating fucking life <laughs> mortality probably at this point
1: uh, yeah the uh, the priest has this this pretty funny line actually where um uh, like he comes up and she tells him that uh, she's not Catholic anymore and he, t- he tells her that it's not a Catholic church it's Episcopalian and then he says sort of like Catholic light <laughs> such a <laughs> random joke it's, of- it's so <laughs> weird
0: it's a Catholic light yeah it's like whoever was writing this had some beef with like Catholic, Catholicism was, um... I
1: guess Yeah, <laughs> but yeah they, they end up going to uh, have a cup of coffee together um and she uh you know they're talking about her situation with work and zoe and about the therapist the nightmares and how this is where i'm saying where it has a lot of these like terms that are just basic like uh psychology terms where she goes yeah he says that she has a lot of repressed hostility
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) the yeah it's Oh, it's just such generic. Like, like you said, you, you nailed it on the head. It's just such a generic lines. Like, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's it. You also get the vibe from the scene that like Jennifer's also got some stuff that she's, you know, like struggling through. Uh, mm-hmm. She mentions that like you know she deals with a lot of bad people. Like in mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. yeah, I don't know. But it also sounds. I mean, you, you get the vibe that like she's. She pretty down in the dumps because she really thought that this dude was innocent. You know, mm-hmm. like she is like the first time I, you know, had a case where he was innocent and like this is what happens, you know, or whatever.
1: Yeah. And that yeah. kind of carries into the next scene mm-hmm. where she's back in her office and has another conversation with Barry, yeah. you know, where he's let, telling her to not let uh, the outcome of the trial terror up inside. Um and she goes on to talk about how uh um the other two kids were beaten with a blunt object, but that uh Gatto's son was strangled. And she yeah. she asks, like, why with the different MO and Barry brings up something interesting that, you know, maybe the other murders were planned, but his son was a spur of the moment uh type murder.
0: Mm.
1: But she Mary- thinks that yeah.
0: Barry also has this great line in the scene where it's it's a it's a it's a funny shot also because it's like you know the Pinocchio doll's like sitting across from Jennifer and she's like you know looking at it and you get these shots of Barry near the doorway and the Pinocchio doll's head in kind of the forefront and you know he goes Barry goes. Well, evil can come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like no shit, man. That's what, that's the movie we're watching. Okay,
1: right. <laughs> but and Jennifer still, you know, is carrying on about uh, how she thinks that he was protecting somebody and and, t- and says how uh, the killing stopped after he was arrested. Or no, Barry was like, but the killing stopped after he was arrested, right? How do you explain that? And just walks away. You know what yeah. I mean, which is a good point yeah it's uh-huh. hard to
0: argue that
1: <laughs> and then we see Jennifer uh, she's said she's driving home and she has this scene where she goes to uh like re- reach back for her person doesn't realize that like we see that the Pinocchio doll is in her back seat, Um and she doesn't realize it because she calls Sophia uh, does, she, does she get
0: is this the does she get a splinter in there or whatever is she like she like like she's like moving her arm back there, and she like pulls it back up for because she gets like I, I don't forgot know, about that. but anyway, it's, it's 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 just funny that you, when you go from you know not knowing the doll's in there, you know, like to later on, it's like it's like you have to wonder how the fucking doll got in your car, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but anyway, so she gets back like to her place and like it looks like they're setting up for jennifer's or god not jennifer for zoe's birthday
1: yeah sophia's there um sophia and zoe are obviously there but we also uh um david's there who's jennifer's boyfriend yeah Mm -hmm. they're they're setting up uh the birthday party blowing up balloons and david is talking with jennifer about you know he tells her that the kids are gonna be there any minute He tells her to go relax, change clothes, and that he'll grab the stuff from the car uh, and take care of whatever else needs to be done. And then um, we get this funny line where uh, Jennifer, like, finally like gives in and agrees and kisses him and says thanks i owe you one and he goes that's true now i'm gonna collect later <laughs> <laughs> what a dog you know? dude, yeah i know that's what i thought
0: too. i was like this dog he's just in the, he's in it to get in it. He's in it i guess so but dude and then like just like the cut from that to like you get the scene uh jennifer's like you know, in a different outfit, walking out of the room, and like, oh my God, dude, even before she gets to the main living room, you just hear the screams and screams and screams of children have oh. at the party. And it's just like, oh my God, the noise.
1: <laughs> right. And then, yeah, they're yeah, playing like, pinata.
0: Yeah, oh. that's like in the middle of the
1: living room. David's
0: like <laughs> yanking the pinata up and now <laughs> get her swinging at it. <laughs> and then that's when you see, you see, like, oh, you yeah, know, there's all the commotion. And then Jennifer notices. The Pinocchio doll just sitting there on the couch.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, when you
0: that's get the, another close-up like, of the eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it also like plays this really uh generic, like like tense music that, yeah. you know, always that plays throughout the movie during any scene involving like, Pinocchio.
0: Yeah, it's like weird, slow, like I don't know, like vocal music.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you could tell that Jennifer is really uh <laughs> um off put by the sight of uh Pinocchio and um David tells her you know that he he he's sorry but that Zoe spotted it before he could get it wrapped cuz he just assumes that it's a
0: present or something present yeah but there's this oh my god but there's this just the, the great kind of slow sequence where it's like the, like pinocchio's eyes or eye are kind of like overlaid over the activity that's of, like, right. the birthday. Yeah. oh my and it's god like, it's like a slowed like happy birthday then like all the kids are clapping at one point it's just like the, just the, the fucking shots of the eyes dude there's so many shots of the fucking eyes on this movie
1: i know it's <laughs> really uh, interesting uh choice but, but yeah. but so, you know, like it, it kind of
0: picks up near like, uh, you know, the last guest has just left or whatever. And, and uh-huh. you know,
1: which, which which makes me think when I was that age and I had a birthday party, I'd always have like we'd have a birthday party and then a couple friends would stay over. It wouldn't just be like everyone just leaves. Like, yeah, I feel man. bad for her that, you know,
0: she no didn't get to have one a sleepover on her Dude, birthday. Yeah.
1: Sleepovers were always the shit. fuck yeah i was the king of like i even in like high school like i loved like just staying over at a friend's house like i I don't know
0: yeah it was always just i remember it was just always it was fun it was different you know sometimes different rules you know
1: (laughs) i think for me like i think for me and we're getting way off topic but um (laughs) when i was younger i think it was like just because of um like uh some of the losses that i had that i felt like when i was younger like i just it was like subconsciously i just like always wanted to be around people you know what i mean oh, now sure. that i now that i'm older and um and and sober like i feel like i'm a way more uh like um not a loner but i'm a way more like just kind of do things on my own um well there's a certain of-
0: are you, like I don't know if this is the case for you, but I I found that like I've gotten, f- yeah, I feel like I've gotten more comfortable in a way doing things by myself. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, you know, it's not always like the the healthiest thing, but I think it's also good. Like, Tro- dude, our our homie Troy Vines, shout out to Troy Vines. He. Uh, When he was down in Hollywood, he would always go, because he didn't know anybody, he would just like go to movies and do stuff by himself. And I remember talking with him when he came up one, you know, one break. And that was sort of like an enlightening moment for me, where it was like, where he was just sort of like, I don't know, I just like shook off the idea that like, I should feel weird doing things by myself. Like, right. you know, going to see a movie by myself. It's like, you know, there was like a, for a really long time, that's what you want is like, all is like to be around other people and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I do, I, you know, that's a, that's an interesting thought that you shared, you know, I, I, you know, some of the things in your life, maybe leading to that. And I, I remember growing up the main, the main motivation for me, like was just getting away from my house. You know, like, I, I love my family, um, you know, the, for who they are, but it was always one of those things where it's like, it was such a stifling environment in a lot of ways. And, and yeah. that it was like going over to anybody else's house was like, felt so freeing and like, you know, in comparison. That makes that sense. It, and that it, you know, and it felt like I was accepted more for who I was from other people and other people's parents at times or like family members at times. And so true.
1: Well, well and also, I'm, uh, you know, um, not to like, uh, talk bad about uh caleb but he was kind of like a cliche like like a character from a movie where he would like constantly pick on you and like all of your friends like he was like that bully in school where
0: Fitzgerald
1: you know what i mean like he would always like have to make my (laughs) life like hell for some reason
0: yeah like i love like <laughs> it's uh like it's i love the person my brother's grown into that's good you know what yeah. i mean um and he's actually dude one of the one of the things i got shout out shout outs to caleb actually he's been super supportive of of the the podcast network here and that's so that's cool to the point that he even wants to like find ways to like really get involved like in terms of like business sides the business side of this thing interesting and, um, yeah. Which is awesome. And, but yeah, dude, growing up, like there's no denying, like one of my biggest bullies growing up was, was my older brother. And that kind, of, <laughs> yeah. that kind of fell to like a lot of my friends too, where it's sort of just like, all right, man, like I'd rather just, let's just find something else to do than be here in case we were going to get like a fucking chest grinder right in the sternum, right. you know, like right. like that, you know? Uh, but yeah. Okay. Um, Back to the movie though. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're waxing about childhood. We'll, we'll pull back a little bit. Cause uh where were we you pick you pick up sort of uh, as the, la- the you know the last person's leaving the party and Jennifer turns around kind of goes back into the living room and Zoe's like all wrapped up with the pinocchio like like immediately attached to that doll it yeah. seems like and this is you know it kind of becomes this like <laughs> sort of cliche scene where it's like all right i'm going to put the kid to bed Pinocchio's there staring at her. It's all good. And then she goes down, meets David by the fireplace in the living room. Mm-hmm. And that's, and David's come to collect. Okay. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so They kind of snog a little bit. And then like, you know, one thing probably leads to another. And, uh, well,
1: well, cause you see, well, yeah, they're like kissing on the couch and then you see the, uh, um, the camera, uh, like pans over, um, <laughs> to see that you see like the doll uh peeking around the corner yeah. watching them then you get a pob shot from like the doll's height of someone walking up to them and then you get jump scared by zoe with the doll um and david ends up you know basically explaining uh about like goes into a story about um pinocchio and how uh he talks about how um, he tr- you know Pinocchio tried really hard to be uh, be good so he could become a real boy, but that he kept giving in to temptations and doing bad things and kind of explaining more of you know how his nose grew every time he told a lie, you mm-hmm. know, about his, the cricket as his conscience. Um, and basically just gives like a backstory about uh, how Pinocchio kept doing these bad things. And then he tries to, like, scare her by saying, now he's coming after you.
0: <laughs> and now he's coming after you. It's so ridiculous. And then, so, you know, this is also, we we get a really kind of strange sequence of, you yes, ask me, at the tail end of this scene. So where it's like, the you know, they're, they're, they're macking on the couch, like I said. And then it transitions into this really passionate love scene between David and Jennifer, where there's lots of moaning and writhing. But I got to shout out, to the to the dude who put this on youtube like the dude chopped up all all like the is, yeah you know to get it kind of on there chopped off the nudity and like the weird sec the the sexiness Which is unnecessary, of the scene.
1: anyway yeah,
0: yeah it is all filler but but um but yeah, it's you just. It's, see that. What's, what's gnarly about this scene is that it transitions from that into a scene of Zoe basically in the next room listening to them fucking. Right. right. <laughs> and you're like, okay, no wonder this kid's got some fucking issues right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. Because, yeah, uh, um, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, she like listens to them have sex. Uh, and then like goes and like grabs the Pinocchio doll or whatever. Yeah, because she, he like slumps over from where he's sitting so she gets yeah, up to him and she also she puts him into into bed next to her and tells and talks to she's talking to because at this point like uh here shortly we get scenes where Pinocchio has a voice and they're like talking back and forth but at this point it's just her and she talks about how she wishes he was a real boy so she wouldn't be all alone um
0: yeah she's just lonely man she would she you know she's having a tough time
1: yeah So now it's the next day and uh, we have another scene where I'm pretty sure if I remember right, there was some nudity where uh, Sophia's in the another unnecessary scene of Sophia in the shower. Yeah. Uh, If
0: if you're watching this on YouTube, like, like we are, it it just, it kind of chops itself up. So that's the reason for the choppiness in this this sequence. Yeah. It's just, it's like, she's like taking a shower or whatever and, you know, uh, she isn't. It's not her stumbling on Pinocchio. Pinocchio kind of. St-
1: well, she comes out. Her, right? She comes out from the shower, and as she's drying off, she turns around to see that the Pinocchio is, is sitting on the edge of the bed, like having watched her this whole time. Um, you get some more
0: eye shots of Pinocchio during this sequence. Totally, okay, the eyes, totally.
1: the eyes are there. <laughs> yeah, she she gets closer and like is about to reach out to touch him when Zoe runs up uh, and asks her what she's doing with Pinocchio, and then. Um, Zoe grabs him and walks off and then she go, then, then we see that she has another uh, therapy session and ha- uh, they're talking about Pinocchio and how David might have hurt his feelings and she talks about how, um, how about her mom and David and how if, he, if, if David takes her mom away that she won't have anybody it's just a really quick yeah. scene.
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Because then it immediately takes you back to the house, you know, uh-huh. where you know Zoe's working on something. Pinocchio's on the couch, and yeah, it, it's it's the, the the therapy scene is kind of weird because it does it just like I feel like it does serve like right before this, it just serves to establish like again sort of that like she's afraid to lose people it already mm-hmm. feels you know
1: right alone. which is valid yeah but yeah so jennifer or sorry uh, yeah jennifer is talking with to uh, zoe um about the incident with sophia earlier and zoe says that uh pinocchio was curious about women's bodies <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, oh yeah God, and, then men- <laughs> and then mentions and then mentions that uh he was curious after hearing uh she basically says that you know Pinocchio was curious about after hearing her mom and David going to pound town the night before
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then you know and this is where you know she unveils uh to Zoe the present that she got her that Jennifer got Mm -hmm. her which is uh like a Uh, another doll
1: a female life-size doll yeah
0: yeah and she and then, you know, that's because Jennifer's trying to all, like, you know, then she brings up that, like, you know, Pinocchio's, like, not ours, right? <laughs> like, yeah,
1: he, he, he's just visiting. Yeah. Uh, and that, that that upsets Zoe, you know what I mean? She doesn't want him to leave. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, it is it, baffling the entire time of this movie, how long this lady hold, supposedly holds on to this piece of evidence in evidence, a murder trial true, at
1: her house. <laughs> true. And then we, in the next scene, we get the first shot of... Pinocchio Ooh. kind of moving on his own because yeah. Zoe is in bed um and Pinocchio moves on his own to get to her side of the bed and she lets him in next to her um and cuddles him and falls asleep.
0: Yeah, dude. Pinocchio is he's he's just he's he's playing he's charm he's playing the charm thing right now, you know. You just know it. Okay. It's, it's also just strange. Cause it is like a bit of a jump scare moment, you know, but it's, it's funny. Uh, I got, I gotta be honest. Like when, um when you have scenes like this, where like, you know, they move the doll, you really, you really can hear like the bits of the doll kind of getting moved. Like, it's like a real, you know, tangible yeah. puppet that they, that they have. And, and uh, so you can hear like the wood kind of like creaking and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But yeah, then it like, uh, you know, picks back up at another school day or well, not really. I just shows Zoe getting dropped off at school, I believe.
1: Yeah. And- yeah. Sophia drops her off. Uh, she has the Pinocchio doll. Mm. Um, and then we see Sophia's like talking with back with Jennifer talking with her. Uh, Cause Jennifer asks Sophia where Pinocchio is. And she lets her know that uh, took it to Zoe school. brought to school. Yeah. And then yeah. she notices something, uh, awry with the doll from earlier
0: yeah I was gonna Uh, say this doesn't count as a body count but (laughs) but yeah they like see like a leg sticking out of like the the underneath the bed or whatever from
1: the couch the couch
0: couch. and yeah like they Jennifer goes and like pulls this doll out from under the couch and it's like got like a hole punched in its chest and like something like you know fucked up happened to the head and stuff and yeah and so it's like (laughs) you know I don't know. Somebody took out some anger on this thing. Mm -hmm. But then it cuts to this. uh, Oh my God. uh, Just a chef's kiss of a sequence. It's so Uh, ridiculous. So it cuts to Beth uh, apparently at some point in time had gotten a hold of Pinocchio and like they're like, she's like running and this this i mean i love the shot she like throws pinocchio up and over this fence and there's this very clear cut the, the fence is huge there's no way this little girl is throwing this wooden no. pinocchio doll this high up in the air but like the pinocchio doll goes flying up and over the fence <laughs> it's like super tall fence.
1: there's no way there's
0: just yeah. no way it's just such a funny cut and you know uh zoe runs around and then finds the doll you know kind of just like Mashed, you know, just on the cement. Like, what are you doing, Pinocchio?
1: Like, and he's holding a rake.
0: Yeah. Randomly, Pinocchio has a fucking rake now. And oh, God, dude. You know what's the so w- cool.
1: one, one of the things that's so ridiculous about this next scene is, uh, I have never seen a rake with a handle this long because it's like, <laughs> Cause you know what I mean? They're they're on the other side of this fence. Yeah. For, for them to stick this breakthrough, pop out another couple of like feet on the other side of the fence to go through the the tie. Like, uh, it's, it's
0: just it's fucking yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, and and so like you're like you're just saying basically, what happens now is like you see Beth go get a go get on her bike and uh, start riding and. And Pinocchio shoves the rake through the fence line and jams it into <laughs> her spokes, and, and so, you know Beth just goes eating shit, and then this bus co- is which is just comes and fucking runs her the hell over. <laughs> like, like it is the most wild sequence because like you know the like you know Beth screams and like ah oh, you see this shot of the driver being like oh shit you know and and goosh you see like the bike get run over, and but the most shocking fucking thing is that. Like, Beth
1: survives, dude. Like, Beth gets fucking plowed head-on by the school bus. I don't understand why they just didn't let her die there. Right. It's just so random. Like, why do all of that just for this character to not die? And then not only that, but not be featured in the movie at all anymore here on out. That's what I mean. What, dude? what are they thinking? Just fucking kill the character
0: off. Give give yeah, us some blood, makes... man. We want that satisfaction. But no. Like they let like, you a... pick her up and you make, like, oh I th- she'll be all right. And they like yeah. rush her off to hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. It's so bad. It's, it's so bad. ridiculous. It's it's crazy. But it's also yeah. one of my favorite scenes in the fucking movie. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's just hilarious. It's, it's just so, so great, ridiculous. Yeah, I don't understand why they did that. Like, they should have just had her get fucking mauled and run over and destroyed. But no. Yeah. Yeah, because she's not in the movie at all, at all, and it just has no bearing, like, really, <laughs> uh, over the plot at all. Um, but anyway, so after that happens, um, we see Jennifer uh, is talking to Barry again about how. Zoe is attached uh, to Pinocchio and she thinks that Barry put Pinocchio in her car the other day. Um, But before she can kind of follow up with that, she gets a call from Dr. Edwards saying um, that Zoe showed up to her office and that Zoe's claiming that Pinocchio caused uh, the incident at school. And, And then this is where I'm talking about where they just like, decided to throw in like whatever uh like psychologist mumbo jumbo they could because um, Dr. Edwards tells Jennifer that he thinks Zoe has formed a compulsive dependent <laughs> attachment uh to the doll and that separation at this point could be traumatic,
0: traumatic. <laughs> my god it's dude. a
1: fucking doll just yeah. get rid of it
0: yeah like it's been in our life for like two days now <laughs> like,
1: you know, it's out fucking rageous
0: yeah and this and this is like where you know jennifer does say like she you know like i'm planning on taking it back but it's like why haven't you by now then like no shit yeah really though like you just keep saying you're going to but you don't you don't you've <laughs> bad, bad chances yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god that's so and funny then,
1: yeah so she, now she's driving uh zoe home and she asks zoe if she knows what happened to the new uh betty doll and so he tells her that uh pinocchio was jealous um and that he was also just protecting her at school that he didn't mean to do bad things he doesn't know the difference between right and wrong
0: oh pinocchio doesn't know the difference <laughs> 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 yeah it's a it's just yeah it's it's just interesting it, it can it continues like you really don't i don't know it's hard to it's hard to tell at this point in the movie like like, if Pinocchio's sinister or, or if it's, you know, other things. And, and, but like, you know, you get these like uh, shots all the time. Like, even in this scene where it's like, you know, she she's talking to Zoe about it. And then, like, you know, you'll see like a shot of like Pinocchio, like in the rear view mirror, but it, it makes it look like Pinocchio's looking at you, you know? Mm. And, oh, so it's just, it's kind of yeah. weird. But yeah, then you get like another scene where, uh, Jennifer and David are in bed and talking about the situation.
1: Yeah. It's kind of pointless. Yeah. It's nothing of note. Uh, this happened. you know what I mean? And then we, that's what I'm saying where there's so many like scenes that are just uh, not important. Cause we get enough, like we follow that scene up with the scene of uh, Jennifer is at work talking to like uh, this lawyer from earlier. Um, they're, they have, like, a client with her. Was, apparently, this client had tortured someone to death with the blowtorch and recorded it. Um, and it's yeah. just a... Re- it's an gnarly
0: storyline that they, like, put in there, like, where it's, like, this guy, like, yeah. And they even play, like, a tape where it's, like, supposedly this dude blowtorching somebody. Right. But it has no bearing on, like, the movie.
1: <laughs> Not at all. But because, it, like, it, uh... Yeah, it's just so weird cuz uh, it
0: also goes on for a while like too long if you ask me. Like like they like literally play this tape of just like somebody screaming yeah. for like o- like almost like a minute or two. Like it's just fucking crazy. It's mm-hmm. it, it's like weird that they put the I don't know. It just it slows things down if you ask me right here.
1: Totally. Then we then we go back to the house uh, where Sophia's cleaning the kitchen she sees the stuffed killer whale in the garbage can um then she gets a phone call from jennifer uh talking about how she's gonna be late and then sophia is like well i have an appointment to go up update my work visa like oh, it's such shit, a, it's dude. the most random reason to like get her to not be in the movie for a little bit yeah you know what of, I mean? of
0: all like all the things you could have her do I mean,
1: it's she like, to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she could have got a nail appointment or a date, but yeah, she has to go uh, update her work visa. Um, so, you know, she tells Sophia, it's okay. You know, go, go do what you got to do. I'm going to call David over to, to, uh, to babysit. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then we cut back to uh, Jennifer's talking to this client again, who apparently this client had uh, sold a bunch of heroin from this person that, um, he killed and stole the heroin from that people died from an overdose and then he goes on with like all this psycho shit about how the television told him yeah to right. kill the, the, the person uh, and then it's there's this hilarious part where he's doing all this talking and you see her with a pad of paper and she writes down insanity defense <laughs> <laughs>
0: just like we just gotta commit to it that's all we got insanity yeah. insanity it is yeah, she also like like asked the him like, Are you sure you didn't like uh watch like a television program on like vigilantes or something to oh maybe inspire God. you? It's yeah. like what the fuck are you fishing for here? It's dude. just like,
1: another really dude? like a filler scene that uh just really is not uh important at all. Um yeah. just adds it's just like I just I don't understand that sometimes in movies why like instead of putting in these scenes that have nothing to do with like the overall arc of the movie or anything, like just cut those scenes out, even if the movie is shorter. Like, what, like, oh my God, it's frustrating.
0: Yeah. Um, but you know, then it kind of picks back up, uh, with uh, Zoe and David, and David, Zoe's like doing some homework or something. And David's like, yo, it's uh, it's bedtime. Uh, mm-hmm you know, and offers to go tuck her in, but Zoe just picks up Pinocchio and is like, nah, I'm good. And like, well, he yeah, walks out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then this is, you know, this is like a one of the, like, I, I think it's the first sequence where you have, where you hear Pinocchio talk.
1: Yes, it is. Right? It is. Yep.
0: And... I don't know what I was expecting when I watched like this when I you know watch this and think like what's you know what's the voice going to be for Pinocchio but it is not the voice that they picked. It is like every time Pinocchio talks it's like <laughs> it's not as long as David's around. Yeah, it's so <laughs> you know? weird. It's like,
1: it's like this nasally Ugh. child Ugh, I don't know. It's, it's almost as annoying as Zoe's voice like why did they go with that? Instead yeah, of, like, a more so... menacing, sinister... That's what I mean. Makes no sense. Like, like the way that things... That's a perfect... Uh, do that again. Do that impression again.
0: Making... That's... <laughs> what it? Getting rid of David would be a good thing. <laughs> 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 that's what it sounds like. It's, it's so true, deep. though. It's fucking bizarre. It like, I don't know, man. Like, it just... It makes you just, like... Cringe a little bit. <laughs> You're yeah.
1: Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because she talks that's right, because yeah, she talks about how uh how um he needs to stop doing uh like bad things because they'll take him away and he'll he'll never get to be a real boy or her brother. Uh um and he and and Pinocchio's like we can't be too sure about mom as long as David's around. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like you said, he. he oh my
0: so, god! It's so bad, and uh yeah, so t- then,
1: getting rid of David would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. It <has> to say. <laughs> it's uh oh. It's a, this is like what he has, a, he has. He has another great. He has, he does have a great line here where he after he says getting rid of. Uh, David, we'd be a good thing where he goes, same way that punishing that bitch at school was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. <laughs> but it's <in> that... <laughs> that Bitch at school? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, oh my god, I don't know.
0: It's like so cartoonish. It's uh, bad. It's bad. It's bad. Certified. Uh, but so th- then you kind of like, you know, it must be like a little later in the night. Zoe wakes up. And finds that the Pinocchio's not in the room with her anymore.
2: Pinocchio! Yeah! We her, her, her voice.
0: And so she, like, kind of goes out in the hallway. And, you know, at the end of the hallway, you see, like, a shadowy, and you kind of hear, like, some scampering, you know, <laughs> down, the, down,
1: <laughs> down the fucking hall. The scampering <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> 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 At least there's. At least I will say one thing because we've had two movies in a row with it. At least there wasn't a whoosh sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: Oh my god! The sound of a healthy uppercut—that's for sure. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so you know, Zoe's like you know, looking around uh, for Pinocchio and. Uh, You know, David, like, it's like on the couch, pops up and like, oh, I can go to the basement for you. And because, you know, I, I assumingly assume, assuming that Zoe forgot the Pinocchio doll in the basement or whatever. Uh, But, you know, anytime I feel like anytime somebody goes to the basement, particularly by themselves, it's in a, in a horror movie, you know? Not a good idea. Not a good idea. And so David kind of goes down to the basement, look looking around through a few things. And then, you know, all of a sudden, the lights get turned off. And the first immediate thing he does is, like, he turns around. Well, he blames Zoe, right? He's like, okay, Zoe, like, knock knock off this, you know, hooliganry or whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and,
0: And then he, like, turns around like, knocks his, like, leg into something. Uh, That's your first kind of, like, you know, tense moment where you're like, ah, you know, something's about to happen. But then he gets up to the the basement door and then gets, like, I don't know, like,
1: smacked down. It is so bad. Like, it is is hilarious, though, because he, like... The force, though. (laughs) He gets to the top of the stairs and we get this hilarious shot where the door, like, swings, like... they should have done the because the 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 door just like swings and hits him in the face it is so hilarious and it just sends him like ass over tea kettle down the fucking (laughs) down the steps he smashes through a railing at the end and then the camera cuts to a view from like the top where we see a pool of blood start to come out from under his head Um, yeah
0: and then the door like kind of slowly closes like yeah. darkness but dude like the force at which he goes flying down right right because like the railing you're talking about him breaking through like you see like the stump person like they're toppling and then it's almost like they just jumped you know through <laughs> the railing behind them <laughs> right right this is great it's a great shot but it's
1: ridiculous
0: but then it you know it picks up uh, with Jennifer getting to the hospital and Zoe you know all this, st- all this commotion's happening and like you know you find out that like, David survived, but, you know, is, like, in bad shape at the hospital or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> kind of, like, right off this scene, like, you get this uh, great back and forth between Zoe and, and Pinocchio where mm-hmm. she's like did you you know push david down the stairs and she keeps asking and it shows this is the only time you get like a nose growth-esque kind of illusion oh yeah yeah, where yeah it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know like like this like it shows like the, his pinocchio's shadow on the wall and based on the angle of the camera it kind of like makes it look like his nose extends but mm-hmm. you know like he's like yeah. he's lying to zoe about not doing it or whatever
1: yeah and then he has a line where he's like you know, mom would have to spend a lot more time with us if Sophia wasn't around. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like that dastardly Pinocchio. Yeah, they're
0: just trying to take them out, man, one by one. Uh, It's just so, yeah. Like, and, that's, and that's kind of it. Like you so say, you know, you know, there's something sinister going on. If like, if it's just like one after another, it's like, Oh, we could have like, we, your mom could have more time for us if this person's gone. Or what about with this person or this person's gone? It's like, right. I don't know. It's, it's, it's strange, but you know, this kind of like leads to like a, you know, Jennifer leaves Zoe home, uh, from school for the day or whatever. And
1: well, well, first, uh, you're kind of, uh, first we see there's a scene where uh, Jennifer's heading to work and um, and uh, Zoe's like by a bush doing mm. something and uh, she's telling she Zoe's telling her mom that she's getting bugs for science today. Um, then she leaves and this is when so- Sophia heads outside uh, and tells Zoe um, you know asked about the killer whale in the trash and then switches to the topic uh, uh, finding a cricket for Pinocchio, so he'll stop doing the bad things. And she tells him that in the in the version that she read, that Pinocchio accidentally squashed the cricket during a tantrum.
0: Um, oh shit!
1: And then well, we get there the, goes your conscience, right? And then we get uh, we're back to Doctor Edwards' office. Um, this is where things kind of get into like because we have this scene here that gets called back later. You know what I mean? But we mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, she's doctor. She's in a session with Dr. Edwards. He's talking about uh, David's accident. And then he gets a call uh, from his secretary to, apparently, there's the delivery man there. And that he <laughs> wanted to speak to the delivery man for whatever reason the next time he came. So he leaves. And this is when Zoe uh, and Pinocchio get into an argument over... Um, who hurt David with Pinocchio saying it was her, and she ends up, you know, uh, getting upset and putting her hands over her ears and telling him to shut up. And then Dr. Edwards comes back in to see like the tail end of her freak out,
0: yeah. And this is like in in this back and forth between Zoe and and Pinocchio, like you're actually like the doll is actually like mouth is moving and stuff as it's talking back Mm -hmm. in this scene, so. It's kind of like you know. Again, you're just sort of like, oh shit. Okay, like you're getting more exposed to perhaps the life, like the, the life in this doll, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The the classics like of Zoe with the handle there.
2: Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!
1: (laughs) up. Then we get a quick shot of uh, Jennifer who uh, calls the hospital and learns that um, David has been upgraded to stable. then she gets a call from dr edwards who wants her to come to the office the next day to talk uh we see that we got a quick shot that zoe's listening from the door in her room she slams the door and looks at pinocchio now you've done it
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god dude
1: oh and then we get this great scene where pinocchio uh, uh, tells zoe you know that he could go talk to david and admit that it was him um and uh tells Zoe to give him to life and that uh that she's the blue fairy from the story, and tells her to cut his strings. Um, so she does. She grabs a pair of scissors, cuts him free, and he promises to be good. He says, "Yeah." Uh, and then he talks about I
0: promise.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's free. Let's let's go see David. So um Oh, and Pinocchio runs off for uh first, and Zoe makes her way down the hall. Sees her mom in the living room, but somehow both Pinocchio and Zoe were able to, uh, you know, sneak um, by without being seen or heard.
0: Oh man! And this is one of the first, uh, I think, scenes where, you know, it's not a doll. You know, she cuts the strings, and the doll maybe falls down, but then up, that pops like somebody very clearly in the suit, you know, Troy, hey, <laughs> his dialogue, you know, their dialogue, I'm free. I'm free. And like, runs out down the hall. It's just so great. But I'm still, yeah, it's, it's surprising that, uh, that Jennifer didn't notice either of them, honestly. Right. But yeah, Zoe kind of follows, tries to follow, uh, Pinocchio down the road. Almost gets ran over by a f- couple of fucking motorcycles. Right. Like, and you know, then you that that's when, you know, you kind of end up, she kind of ends shot. up losing Pinocchio. The shot just of the motorcycle the sh- is cool.
1: Yeah, that was a cool shot because it looks like uh, a car is heading her way and she just like, for some reason doesn't move, just gets frozen in place and then as the lights get closer two motorcycles split. And, yeah, it was pretty cool. But uh, the shots of like the Pinocchio walking are so hilarious oh my god dude it's so <laughs> ret- <laughs> it looks yeah, so, so bad so she gets see, she's trying to follow Pinocchio but we see that uh, you know he's gotten pretty far ahead of her and the next thing we get is another like a uh, waist high um, POB shot of Someone making their way into the emergency room, somehow managing to walk through an entire hallway without being seen by anybody. Um, and then they also have really good luck because the very first room that they dip into <laughs> happens to be David's room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and in like classic, sort of like, like cheese ball fashion, you know, David's like hooked up to some machines. You see like a, somebody unplug. One of the machines that's measuring his heart rate. Yeah, the life (laughs) support machine. (laughs) And next thing you know, it like flatlines David and he's fucking out. Like, like there's like a little, you know, he's like convulsing a little bit and stuff. But it also looks like in this scene. And I mean, this is just such a really, you know, random, obnoxious detail. In this scene, it looks like his arm is like strapped down. David's arm is like strapped yeah, it is. down in bed. Weird. And I'm like, why the fuck would they strap him down? Like,
1: it's a good question.
0: You know, he could have saved yeah, himself, man. This
1: <laughs> movie has a really small, 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 small body count. There's Vincent got out being electrocuted. There's this one, which is a very lame death scene. And then there's yeah. one more, which is also, then obviously, the uh, Beth getting injured, but it's just like, yeah, That's but, one thing about the movie too. Like, there's just the movie. Uh, you know, there's bad acting, there's bad dialogue, there's bad uh pointless scenes. But as if like that, like sometimes a, 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 a bad movie can be made up with the with the kills. And no, this is just no. like such a such a lackluster movie in every aspect. It,
0: it would have, you know, like we've talked about. Like, if Beth would have been killed off, like it would have bolstered this movie even further for sure but you know like you get this you know off the, of the scene of david dying you get a scene where jennifer gets a phone call on the news and it's like somebody on the phone like oh my God, David's dead! Oh! Yeah. It, is like,
1: it was david's mom yeah
0: and you know so and then like as soon as jennifer gets off, gets off the phone you you have this uh Dude,
1: her acting is so bad it's so
0: scene. bad i was gonna say like you could tell the actress really tried but it just did not land.
1: (laughs) It is awful.
0: It's so awful. Awful. And, and, you know, and so it kind of transitions right there from like to, um, you know, uh, Jennifer talking to the therapist again, Oh well, it transitions with a, you know, you also get a shot of Pinocchio's eyes. Of
1: course you do. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And, but the therapist has a, a tape that wants you, he wants to show Jennifer and it's, it's, it's that scene like you're saying like it gets called back to where it's you know it's the therapist and Jennifer watching uh, Zoe have this like one-sided conversation yeah she's just
1: talking to herself
0: with the doll and yeah yeah. it it's would be very troubling to, to see that
1: yeah because he and... goes on to say how he uh, you know wants uh, Jennifer's permission to have her committed um, which is a huge it,
0: step by the way like, like, if you ask me, like, like, it, that wouldn't be the first response, I think, necessarily. Okay. But, like, that dude just, like, being like, okay, we need to, we need, a committer. We need to commit her. We need to commit
1: this he, Well, yeah, because he, he goes on to mention, you know, that uh, she's disturbed, um, you know what I mean? And how, uh, yeah, they just had this conversation where she's like, you know, I, with my profession, I know what evil looks like, and she doesn't see it in Zoe. And he thinks that she's disturbed, and he tells Jennifer that he's going to notify the authorities. And then Jennifer's like, uh, Well, you know, if you break your uh, client patient um, confidentiality, I'll th- uh, she threatens to have his uh, license pulled and storms off. So. Yeah, his his little plan kind of backfired, but it, I thought it was cool though. Like, it's like one of the only scenes that I like where you it shows that video from their session, and it's just her uh, talking to herself. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's a really like for the movie. It's a really clarifying point in the movie where you're just like, right. oh shit, okay, so you know, like this is like got to be all up in her imagination then. Totally. Um. Yeah, and like, and I, I, there's a kind of a couple of cool shots. I'll, I'll say in this scene where like you know the the camera is focused on like the reflection coming off of the black you know TV screen and 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 stuff. So you see like the therapist and Jennifer mm-hmm. kind of in that. It's, I don't know. It 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 was all it, was, it had had an all right look to it, I suppose. But then Jennifer right. ends up going home looking for okay. Zoe. Finds like Sophia just doing some laundry and's like, where's Zoe? <laughs> you know. And then finds uh, finds her in bed with Pinocchio, where she tries, and this is when she, like, questions Zoe, like, where, would you, where were you last night, you know? Yeah,
1: because she notices the mud uh, on yeah. her pajamas and her slippers, and Zoe just says uh, that she went outside. I and, went
0: outside.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. It, her voice, man. Anyway, so, yeah, she says that she just went outside. And she's like, Zoe's like extra annoying in this scene. So Jennifer presses her, and Zoe's crying the whole time, saying that she wanted to, I wanted to go to the hospital to see David. And Jennifer's um, like, Did you? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> she goes on to <laughs> say that she got lost, uh, you know what I mean, um, and couldn't find him. She got lost. And Jennifer asks if she's sure. And Zoe says, Honest. But I think Pinocchio did. And this is finally when Jennifer, like, has enough, takes Pinocchio and locks him in her fucking trunk of her car. Like, finally.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, this seems...
1: of course, she so always like, like, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> oh
0: and the dramatic God. music that swells during this whole sequence where she's like walking a Pinocchio out to the car and stuff. I, but yeah, that dude, like, what a he, brat. You called it though. Like, I was like, as soon as Jennifer starts picking up Pinocchio, I was like, fucking finally, Jesus, dude. You think this doll's causing all sorts of problems. Now you're just, now you're this, this doll in, in your murder trial, like, you're now just getting rid of it. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on, about time. Right. But oh uh, man, yeah. It's <laughs> you know, uh she puts them in the BMW trunk, but it doesn't seem like that's the end of it though. Because right. you get like uh what seems to be like another you know, kind of point of view shot, like where it's you know sort of from like the waist down maybe, or waist height, I guess. And it's uh, you know, like somebody's in the kitchen and grabs like a fucking knife. And so you're mm-hmm. like, oh shit! Did the doll get out? Like, right? You know. And uh, yeah, it's it basically. <laughs> so you know the, you find, whatever you whoever you're following comes right into Jennifer's room, and at first you get this like wakes up Jennifer and she gets this flash of like, the the silhouette of Pinocchio. Yeah. And then she turns on the light, and it's Zoe standing there with a fucking knife in her hand.
1: That was, like, the one cool shot of the movie, where it looks yeah. like Pinocchio's silhouette. She turns the light on, and it's Zoe with the knife. Like, that was a cool shot.
0: Agreed. Yeah, that was... A, that, yeah. And, I mean, like, I mean, how terrifying as a fucking parent would that be to, like, wake up with your child next to you with holding a fucking butcher's no knife? Yeah. Like, but, yeah... You know, she tries to comfort Zoe. You know, being like, "Yeah, it's okay." You know, like, "I love you." Like, "You're good." Like, Pinocchio can't hurt you. Love you
1: you no matter what. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then, and then, like, it ends. That scene ends with like a, it's like a shot of the knife, and then like, and then like it transitions into like Sophia cutting like a banana with the knife. You know, right? (laughs) Great transition. And this is when Zoe stays home from school. Yeah,
1: Jennifer explains to Sophia that Zoe's staying home from school asks her to keep an eye on her and then she talks about how um she is going to talk to her boss about maybe working from home for the next couple weeks and that uh tonight she has to make a stop but she'll be home from work early and this is where she goes back to the church to talk to the priest from earlier um about if he believes in evil and if it could be a tangible uh natural force um, and she also talks more about how she thinks Vincent Gatto was protecting his son.
0: Mm. Yeah. You know, with truth's coming to light. Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting scene because you're finally a sort of like, I don't know, it's, it's, you're starting to see Jennifer come around to this, like, you know, these like almost supernatural realizations, if you will. Yeah, because she...
1: She, she references, uh, the son of Sam, uh, killer and the Texas tower sniper and how both of these guys had heard voices, uh, you know what I mean? And maybe it was like a evil force making them into killers. Um, it's interesting.
0: Yeah. One of
1: the only interesting scenes in the movie.
0: Yeah. It provides like some interesting commentary, like, you know, uh, in terms of like mental health and like what it might drive people to do. Yeah. Totally. Um, um, but yeah, it's, it's. You know, it, I don't know. It, it's it's it kind of it's a pretty heavy like heavy dialogue that they have. But you know, kind of coming out of that cuff, you 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 know, you're back at the house with uh, Zoe and Sophia,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you know, it seems like all's normal there, right? Like at first, uh, you know, they're just having some, you know, clean like Sophia's just cleaning. Zoe's just bugging her about you know whatever juice juice some juice. And that's when um, Zoe <laughs> runs back up to her room. At one point, well, cause, after-
1: yeah, because she, tell- she tells she uh, tells Sophia that she's worried about Pinocchio hurting her mom. And then Sophia reminds her about uh, how she found that cricket to be the conscience.
0: Yeah. And then this, and then Zoe runs so up to the room and like looks for uh, like in the box where cricket was and the cricket smashed and she just starts screaming. Ah!
1: Yeah, she she screams bloody murder like she just watched <laughs> her like her like dad get murdered or something. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> and <clears throat> so I will say we have to kind of correct ourselves. We we might not get a full on in this movie but the next sequence oh, we definitely so yeah. close it's so close, like, so close. So they like it's like you have this
1: it's, w- interesting shot it's of other shitty kill scene too
0: oh yeah sophia's like looking down the hallway and like the the angle kind of like gets sort of weird it's kind of and then she gets like i don't know whapped in the head by a fucking well fire. she gets tripped
1: she gets oh, tripped, tripped
0: first. first yeah she gets tripped first and it's like a and then you, then then, uh, then she gets like beaten down upon by this like fucking fire poker and every time it hits her it's like <laughs>
1: know, the only interesting part about that scene though is that it doesn't show you the hand of who's holding it just exactly. like it didn't show you the hand of who's pulling the plug or you know what i mean so yeah yeah so, so it gets it to leaves death by leaves a-
0: mystery either way
1: Right. And that's probably the most uh yeah, she gets whacked to death with a fire poker. Um it's the uh,
0: most graphic death in the movie.
1: Well, yeah. It, it, well, there's a there's another scene coming up where um Jennifer gets stabbed through the hand with a knife. And as crazy as it is, that's probably the most graphic scene yeah, in the movie, but true. it's not but it's not even that graphic. But yeah. So now uh Sophia uh you know, she just got uh Whacked to death um, with the fire poker, uh, and then we see um, it's nighttime now, and Jennifer's getting home. Which, okay, she literally like the scene before talked about how she was going to be getting home early. Uh, yeah, she's yeah.
0: She shows she's up very, late. Then this fucking scene.
1: She's not very impeccable with her word, apparently.
0: Yeah, dude, and and so it's and it's like weird. The house is like all like dark and shit. Like you know she's like walking through that Jennifer's walking through the house you know again, it's another like you know thunder and lightning are just are just reigning supreme tonight apparently and and so it reminds you of that first scene you kind of you know you start the movie with in a way but she's walking through the house and you know eventually stumbles upon uh fucking Sophia's body mm-hmm. and you know you see her kind of bloodied up and shit and and then like, it's like, isn't it like a, oh my god, this is another one of those sequences where it's like, like it's, you see... It's,
1: it's storming outside, you know what I mean? Like, the power's out at this point.
0: Yeah, and so, like, when the lightning flashes, at one point you see, like, a flash of Zoe in the hallway, and and Jennifer doesn't, like, doesn't necessarily see her, but, mm. but then, like, you know, Zo- Zoe kind of, like, runs at her, runs away, and then, like, in, in when she's running away from Jennifer, it kind of looks like at one point like pinocchio again yeah you know it's sort of strange it's like how they do those that that back and forth
1: yeah so she follows she so yeah zoe runs by her joey uh joey jennifer um follows her into the living room and like for some reason decides to try to look for her under the couch like why would she (laughs) fit under there and then she gets smacked in the back the side of the head with the fire poker um And then when she kind of, like, comes to, uh, she sees that Zoe's holding the fire poker and crying and uh, tells her mom that she got the poker away from Pinocchio, but that they need to get out of there before he comes back. And then she runs off. um, And then Jennifer sees Pinocchio standing uh, by the couch, like, standing still. Um, And then all of a sudden, he pops to life and screams and starts running towards her, Yeah, and they um she runs down the hall, and he follows her. She makes it into um, Zoe's room <laughs> and sits against the door and is trying to keep him out.
0: Uh, I love when the Pinocchio is chasing her. He's just like die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's ridiculous.
0: Oh my god,
1: dude! Yeah, it's so, so he starts he starts plunging the knife into the door. This is what I'm talking about. We're sure. Her hand gets stabbed through, and it's probably the most brutal shot of the movie. But it's not even like remotely uh, that bad. Yeah, you know I mean?
0: yeah, it's it's so mild in comparison. But it, it does happen, like really, like it, it does look cool, like the the sequence of it happening, because like you know her hands on the door, and like it's just like the blade just like. Boing, boing like pops Mm -hmm. through and you know, it's like, it's not like a drawn out, like sequence of like the, you know, stabbing. It's just like, I don't know. It was like the quickness of it kind of made it a little more like interesting if you ask me, but yeah, like, you know, so she's like, you know, Jennifer's understandably like, Oh fuck, you know, like, and, but she hears Zoe out in the hallway still. They're like out in the you know the other part of the house. And so it's like, obviously as like a mother, you know, a parent, you're like, okay, shit, I still got to go back out there. So she opens the door eventually. Right. And then gets like knocked over by Pinocchio, presumably or something like, yeah. You know, who yells like, gotcha.
1: And like, and oh then,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe like zips past or whatever, but yeah. Cause he like, pushes,
1: that's right. He pushes the door, knocking her down to the ground. Um, yeah, and then she has this weird scene where, um, she hears all these like voices giggling around the room and it has these different shots of all these dolls scattered around the room uh there's a shadow of pinocchio on the wall holding a knife but when the lightning flashes which is actually somewhat of a cool scene um and then he pops up behind jennifer he jumps on her shoulders and they start to struggle uh she gets away um and runs toward the front door and as she's going to open it she hears zoe from the living room you know mom help me uh yeah so she goes into the living room to uh and this is when Pinocchio jumps out at her again with a knife still in his hand they get into another struggle um and then it was something that the sh <laughs> oh my God the shot of her like throwing Pinocchio <laughs> yeah, I was just the- oh my God damn oh it's so fucking funny <laughs> like like <laughs> she
0: it's so like, back. struggling back and forth. <laughs> and then she just, like, hurls the doll, like, through the living room. And it just lands on this
1: glass table. <laughs> Smashes through. It's so ridiculous. So oh, hilarious. I love it's it. Hilarious. But then <laughs> this we get, sick. like, we get, you know, this great, uh, like, I'm saying where you kind of saw it coming, because it's alluded to in, in the movie, but this great, like, shock ending where she walks over uh, and it's Zoe's body that's laying there, not Pinocchio's. Yeah.
0: Which is, which is kind of cool. Like I'll give it, it that. Good. Uh, and, and so, yeah. You're, and then, and then Jennifer just like, you faints. know, just fucking faints, <laughs> like passes out. Like, I don't oh know what the fuck's going <laughs> on. So bad. And yeah. And then, you know, th- I feel like this is, this is definitely something we, we see in movies. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is like, it's reminded me of the dentist in a, in a way where it's like, you know, the end of the movie, it's like you're at a you're at a mental hospital, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like, you know, you see the outside of the building and then next thing you know, you you get a shot of Zoe, who looks just like, you know, almost catatonic, really. And just sort of like, you know, Jennifer's like, how long has she been like this? And the therapist is like, you know, explaining the situation and you're just kind of slowly zooming out of this room where you find that like it's like a padded room with a single bed in it and you know she's been checked the fuck in <laughs> she's yeah. committed and
1: that's, that's Dr. Edwards again who you know Jennifer's talking about how you know I'm gonna get my daughter out of here no matter how long it takes and Dr. Edwards uh, is like I hope not for your sake I hope not <laughs> um, and then the movie ends with uh, Jennifer's <laughs> holding Zoe and then what do we get
0: Pinocchio's eyes.
1: Jesus Christ, yeah. dude, it's so. They, they overdid that, like God damn. <laughs>
0: the looming blue eyes of Pinocchio, just fucking redonkulous.
1: Dude, it's so bad. Oh, Such this
0: movie,
1: an awful movie. Dude, it's it 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 definitely like. <laughs>
0: like it has some laughable moments but i think sort of similar to that first ep- the first pilot episode we did you know it's like like w- there's there's always going to be love i think for us it, in terms of this movie but it definitely does not hold like a lot of shock value no. there's you know like you like you said the, the most brutal scene is like probably the stabbing scene you get like a little bit of a blood splatter on sophia but Reality is, this movie's a pretty, like... This is pretty fucking bad and, like, really funny because of it. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Uh It's just, I don't know. Like, I, I... Like, between, like, things like the like the Pinocchio puppets, like, voice and everything, you just... Oh, like, my God.
1: <laughs> such a why? Like, I'm still flabbergasted by the choice of the fucking Pinocchio voice.
0: I, I will never... Like I will never not be surprised by it when I watch this movie, but also like immediately, it's just like that immediate like, yeah, why? What? What? What did you do? What did you? Why, why couldn't it be menacing? Why couldn't Pinocchio have a little gruffness to him? Oh, there goes my. No, head. no shit.
1: Uh, yeah, but especially I, because it is a horror movie. You know what I mean? It's not a. It's not. Know. Yeah, it's a build as a horror. Uh,
0: I I don't know. I either way though, like. I, I fucking love this movie. Like it's yeah. it's always gonna have a special it's a place for me, which is yeah. why it had to be episode fifty. Totally. Uh, just off off the cuff, do you do you have a, ra- a rating for this movie?
1: Uh. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, I would give it. Um, uh. Fuck. Yeah. Um, you go first.
0: <laughs> uh, I'd give it, let's see, I'd give it, uh, se- I'd give it seven out of 13, <laughs> uh, seven out of 13 haunting Pinocchio blue eyes.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll give it, uh, um, four out of uh, nine uh, Beth loves to do littles.
0: (laughs) 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 This... The dialogue. The dialogue right. is just so ridiculous. Uh, I, I, I mean, you can't. I don't think we've had another movie that we've done so far that, on this podcast where we've had a child bite another child's ear. So we did have okay. that, you know, yeah. that's True. a first for the for the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs>
0: we'll take what we can get with this movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also Uh, has the first movie where Vern troyer plays a uh body pinocchio body double (laughs) (laughs) hopefully not the last (laughs) i don't know i don't know if
0: he ever did but my god yeah this this movie's a hell of a fucking thing really but there's a reason why i was direct to video i suppose (laughs) right right uh all right. Well, on that note, we'll have to leave episode 50 uh, here, but we like, we talked about, man, we're, we're, you know, keep with us. Cause we have some, we have some, you know, kind of creative juices flowing really. It sounds like with, with this podcast. So we might just be, you know, di- dipping into some interesting stuff along, along the way, as well as kind of covering some more movies. So. You know, I just got to say, man, 50 episodes. I I, I hope you lo- you're still loving this as much as I am. Of course. And, you know, I just uh, as always, man, I just uh, I I appreciate that we do. We can we can make the time for each other to do this, you know, and just share this love. So, yeah, you know, uh, do you have any uh, any last thoughts? Any final final words?
1: Um, not really. You know what I mean? It's just it's the weekend. Go watch some horror. <laughs> I like that. That needs to be on a t-shirt.
0: That needs to be Yo. a quote from you on a t-shirt. It's so the weekend. Go watch <laughs> some horror.
1: Dude,
0: I have to make that happen. All right. Well, you corn you corn dogs, thanks for listening. If you're a hot dog, yep. dip yourself in that old heart radio cornmeal batter. Fry yourself <laughs> up into a corn dog. Fitz, we'll see him on see the next, next one, now. right? Yep. Mm.